Welcome to the Clary Podcast, a division of Aaron Clary, LLC. Brought to you by AssholeConsulting.com. Aaron Clary, Chairman and CEO. And now, your host. Captain Capitalism himself, the world's only professional asshole, Aaron Clary. All right, I got to set this up. We always got to set it up. Always the setup. So you got to open up the actual show so it's running. Then you talk over yourself. That way you can see the super chat. See, you can see people in the chat room, <clears throat> which I do not have any adjutants or assistants with me today. Hey, how's it going? Clary Podcast. Now I got to find my original screen that I was using. Why are these? Why is this open? Why is that open? Why is this open? <clears throat> got to clean up the desktop. It is the Clary Podcast. I'm scared to hell of Google. Uh, if you don't know how the live stream works, the live stream you need to have, it's just simple to use Google Chrome. And I understand Google's like, we don't want you using other people's browser browsers. We want you to be part of the family, the community, the cult. We're like Apple. You can't use your smartphone to plug in like a regular Android and have it serve as a thumb drive or a backup. You know, you must go through Apple. You must be one with the family. You must commune. We must become one. And Google is the same way. I can't use Mozilla. I can't use, uh, oh, what's the other one? Pale Moon. Hell no, I'm not. No, Microsoft, no. They had it. Microsoft had it, and it just got greedy. They they provided this bloatware. I remember they, they, they sniped out Netscape. Netscape was this fine browser. Everything worked great. You got excited when you saw the, end, the little animation there. Knew you were going to look at porn back in your college days. Ha ha, there's Net, Net, uh, Netscape. Not Netscape. Yeah, Netscape. What the hell was the... Yeah, Netscape. And then uh, Microsoft came along and says, Hey, here's Explorer. It's free. We're like, yay, it's free. Let's use that. Bye, Netscape. And then they just loaded it up with so much shit. That started crashing computers left and right. Hey, you need to get a new computer. And hey, guess what? Along with this new computer, you need a, a new operating system, which is going to be bloatware. And then you're going to need a new Microsoft Office. Then along came some free browsers. Sorry, we just, no one uses Explorer anymore. It's a joke. Edge. I'm not even. I'm not even approaching Edge. Just, just too much bloatware. And I was okay with uh, Mozilla ripoffs like Pale Moon. They have extensions. You can add extensions. You can download YouTube videos and convert them into MP3s. <clears throat> but, oh, and if you want a YouTube, because YouTube, see, it's not a monopoly. Oh, no, it's, you can use anything else. Oh, no, it's not a monopoly. If you want to do a show, if you want a live cast, you are just best off using Chrome because if you try anything else, it's just going to get all screwed up in the end. And so you have to go through Chrome. And then I 
I rarely use Chrome. The only time I ever use Chrome is when I do these live casts, either the Older Brother podcast or the Clary podcast, which is now going to always be done <clears throat> through the live stream because then I get the super chats. The YouTube video is already made. I can download the video later. Audio quality doesn't change. It's all fine. Just killing two birds with one stone here. But I got to fire up Chrome. And goddamn, if that fucking browser doesn't remember every little thing about me, even when I tell it, don't remember anything, don't track this, I don't want none of that, leave me alone. Which of the five Google-related accounts would you like to log into? I'm like, I explicitly set up different Google accounts so I didn't have to worry about one of them being taken away. Apparently, you're even though I told you not to remain, you're like a you're like a nagging, overbearing wife. Remembers every little detail from 25 years ago. It's just so scary. This is the epitome. That's really creepy. That's where you should use the word creepy, not some nerdy guy asked you. Oh, it's creepy. No, this is freaking creepy. Remember it? It always says, do I, do you want to remember your passwords forever? No, I don't want you to remember my passwords. That's why I memorize them. So my computer can't get hacked. People don't just say, hey, Larry left his, oh, look. Where they fill in, autofill. Hey, we recognize the computer you're from. Let's just, you do know your username is, is another password, right? And so these dipshits. These morons in Silicon Valley, these nerds, oh, we're going to make it easy. We're going to make it easy. Less clicks, less clicks. We'll just automatically fill in everything, including your username and password to your bank. See, we saved you two clicks. You didn't have to remember a password. Oh, of course, the, the thief who came in and, uh, you know, we basically logged in for you while you were gone. <laughs> now all your money's gone. <laughs> Matter of fact, you're, he's got your house and your wife. <laughs> you you, you're kicked out on the street. Nobody knows who you are actually now, but we are sure making it convenient. Google wants to, do you want us to remember your password? No, fuck off and don't autofill. And that's why I had to put that in. Like, don't autofill my username. I know all, I have all my username and passwords memorized for all my different social media and regular, everything, everything. I have it memorized. We used to do that back in the olden days. I guess the one good thing that came from going to a Nazi Christian school where they, where they forced us. We had a, we had a class. Let me tell you this. Now you, you preachers, kids, and those of you went to um, Nazi concentration camps called Christian school. <clears throat> you get a kick out of this. We had what was called hymnology. You know, you don't know. You're you're a first grader. You don't know that that's bullshit. You don't know that this is a completely worthless waste of one hour a day. Hymnology. And you know the whole point and purpose of the class of hymnology? It was to memorize hymns. Of which I barely, oh, Jesus Christ, who did that shit? And then he went away. Jesus loves everybody, but to hell will go the gays. You know, that kind of crap. <clears throat> and you'd have to recite in front of the teacher. Just fucking Orwellian brainwash bullshit. And it it never it dawned on us as little kids, but the, you know, this is this is about eight-year-old, nine-year-old logic. We say, wait a minute. You're making us go to church twice a week. Then we got to go on Sunday, listen to, to the same pastor again. And they got these things called 
hymn books, hymnals. And they, we, we read these same. Why do we have to memorize it when the words are right here? Swear to God, they, they, they indoctrinate and train these, these Gestapo SS stormtroopers so well. They, the teacher said, <clears throat> without skipping a beat, well, there was a woman and, and she got blinded and she could only sing the hymn she remembered. You know, the ones that she, she memorized out of the hymnal. And that's why we do hymnology. We're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. In the, in the statistically unlikely chance we go blind, we'll have these hymns memorized. It's not until you're like out of school and you, you, you've escaped Auschwitz. You know, the allies came and rescued you. It wasn't the allies. It was the Russians came and rescued us. And then we went, we went to a gulag. It was called the public school. It wasn't much better. And you start to sit and think, hey, wait a minute. You don't need to visually see the words to memorize. You can memorize the rote rehearsal. And you realize just what an utter lie it was. These scumbag teachers taught you. Oh my God, forsooth, Ruth and fuck, let's go screw over kids. Oh. Anyway, uh, I don't know what that has to do with Google. No, I don't want Google to memorize everything. I don't want you to remember it. I don't want you to save my passwords. I want you to leave me the fuck alone. I will memorize it. Oh, that's what it was. That was the one benefit of memorizing things is I can memorize things relatively easily um i am a lazy bum and this is the lazy bum episode uh woke up at 10 it is cool very very fall and blustery out very cloudy one of those things you just stay in bed because it's dark and neville got up had my coffee and uh and there was four asshole consulting videos to do it doesn't go away. It doesn't. You cannot. You cannot let it sit. You have to get on top of it, or it will overcrowd you. It will overpower you. And so I was like, "Oh, maybe I'll do the podcast. Get that done early in the morning." And then, nope, <clears throat> nope. What is it? One, one o'clock. And it's just one of those things. That I don't want to you know, get a shower. All I want to do is get coffee, and then I get then I get into the routine. Banged out four videos, did three emails. And it's one of those deals where you, you just want to get your work done. And I don't know, do any of you guys got this? I don't know if it's diabetes or what. I, I honestly don't know. And I'm not even joking because I've always had this where I would wake up as a kid and we'd immediately go play. This always happened on the way. We immediately go play. And then I would just get this like burning sensation in my stomach. And I would lose all my energy and I just have to lie still and then wait for it to come back. And then I'd, I'd be like be rebooting a computer. And um, that almost happened to me today. It still happens as an adult. If I just go without eating for a while and it's not that you're hungry, it's not that it's just, you have no energy whatsoever. Like it's, and it's a shutdown. It happens. You feel the onset of it and it happens in about 10 seconds to 20 seconds. And all I had been drinking was coffee. I'm getting work done, getting work done, going to get on top. I'm going to get ahead of the day, going to get ahead of the day, going to be free. I'll be free to do what I want any old time. How did I memorize that without taking hymnology? Fucking Nazi Wisconsin Synod Lutheran fuckwits. 
So I was drinking the coffee, and then also I felt it. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, I gotta go get some food. And it really it, and it interrupted, kind of pissed me off, interrupted my day. Now I gotta stop what I'm doing. <clears throat> didn't finish the videos, didn't finish the asshole consulting, didn't finish the response. I gotta go to the restaurant, not the restaurant, the grocery store. Not getting the podcast. I'm not gonna be done till three. Traffic's gonna start up. And so just <laughs> not only have I not showered, okay, I got regular PJs for cool weather. I got my sweatpants on. I had my T-shirt. I was about to go out. So I put on my hat, put on my black hooded sweatshirt, which every man must have. You all must have your black hooded sweatshirt. Women will fight you. Oh, yes, women, your girlfriends, your wives will fight. Get rid of that ratty old black hooded sweatshirt. It's like, bitch, it's just getting broken in. There's a hole in it. They always think like you. every article of clothing has to be in pristine condition. It can't just be this lovable, worn-in, black-hooded sweatshirt. Yeah, the pocket's coming undone. And yeah, there's a hole here where I think fire caught fire one time. You need a new black hood. No, no, bitch, I don't. This is this is perfect. It's just about to get good right now. This black hooded sweatshirt is just about even got a little bit of paint, got a little bit of epoxy over here, right? It's just just right, it's just fine. Put that on. It was almost borderline blustery outside. That's what it was almost borderline blustery. Fall, cool air is like 52 degrees, wind coming. Oh. <clears throat> just got a good breath of fresh air, go for a walk. Got the food. Thankfully, didn't have like the energy go totally away. But I was so lazy, uh, I didn't even bother putting on shoes uh, because shoes take time to tie. So I just put on my sandals. So I got my socks. I got my sandals. I got my sweatpants. I got my black hooded sweatshirt. I got my free hat. <laughs> Still wearing the same underwear and socks from, uh, gosh. 30 hours ago, haven't changed out of it yet. That's how that's how lazy the captain is. Well, not lazy, how dedicated getting this damn work done. And then I had to I had to walk past there's a school and school's on. Kids go to school in September, I guess. And um it's it just a perfect fall day. Sure enough, a bunch of young boys, I guess third, fourth grade, maybe even second. They're they're a little small. Yeah, nine, maybe. Uh Bunch of boys playing football. And they're they're not they're, here's perfectly good grass. There's a perfectly good bit of grass for them to play on. Are they playing on the grass? Hell no, they're playing on the pavement. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Look at it's good to see boys will be boys. No matter how hard you socialist, cocksucking motherfucking pieces of communist shit. No matter how hard you feminists try to ruin boys, to be, you're not going to win over 2 million years of genetics. You're not going to win over 2 million years of evolution. And uh, these guys, it was cool. You could see it. It's just, oh, I was so jealous. I was so jealous. Like looking at these young boys. I mean, now I'm not jealous that they're in school, but I'm jealous how back in the day, man, you could you would have a critical mass of people your own age, enough to have, they had, they had like, Eight kids on each side of the uh, of the scrimmage line. They had a, enough to play a real football game, and they're li- they're doing it. They're doing it. They get, they get, they're huddling. They get out of everyone's lined up, and okay, there you go. Maybe not the most professional execution of the plan, 
but they toss the ball. Kid doesn't catch it. They're all screaming and yelling, having a grand old time. I was like, God dang. Oh. And now I go on the meetup groups. I've been trying vainly, pointlessly. Gone through a real bad funk. Got back from the Black Hills. There I was happy. When I'm in Vegas, I'm happy. Come back to Minnesota. I don't think a man could stay in a place for more than 20 years. Certainly not the same living in the same place for more than 10. Because you do everything. You just do everything. There's nothing. And the girl, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I, lady, I don't care. I mean, what? What? What is it going to be news? It no, it's not. Same restaurants, same people, same boring shit. And so uh, I'm not joking. I know this sounds really bad. Don't don't think the old captains. Uh, I'm not depressed. I'm not drinking. Just just in a funk. Uh, the the happiest point of my day I look to in life now is sleeping. It's. I get up, I do my work. I'm working towards larger and better things. There's a long-term goal. I'm, I'm getting, but you know, it's just, you come in. What? What is it? No, no, I'm not. I don't want to go to the same restaurant I've gone to literally 20 times before. No, I don't want to go there. No, I don't want to do this. The best it is, is maybe I go get a run and get the endorphins flowing. No, I don't want to watch TV. You know what? Now I'm just going to take my sleeping pill. I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to go in la-la land where my brain fools itself into thinking it's in a different... I did. I had a great dream last night. Great dream. <laughs> great dream. I dreamt I was out, and it really wasn't defined because you know how dreams are. I was out in Wyoming and South Dakota. I was just traveling between towns, and I had to get back to the Twin Cities uh, for some reason or another, but I had some time enough to stop in another town. I was like, oh, where am I going to stop? So I stopped in this town. There was an American Legion. They were having remote control fighter plane races, and I won. I won 250 bucks. Now tell me that isn't better than, A, do I want to go to Perkins again? Oh, can we go to the Redstone and I watch everybody drink? Oh, hey, let's let's watch some TV. Hey, let's go to the end. This is the original point I was getting back to. My gosh, the meetups suck. The Atheist Hockey Club. Holy shit. Yeah, I want to join the Atheist Hockey Club. Oh, boy, can't you can't just play hockey. We got to talk about how much we don't believe in something. We got to talk about something that's quite literally a nothing while we play hockey. What a better way to ruin a sport. Atheist Dungeons and Dragons. Can you just have Dungeons and Dragons? All these, all these women's groups, social women in their 20s, fabulous and 40. Oh, my goodness. Northern Suburbanite Metro. We're fabulous. We're 40. Can't even join that one. There is a, I wrote it down. <clears throat> There's a Jordan Peterson study group. I don't know how you study Jordan Peterson. That's September 27th. And then, um. Where's the other one? Oh, there's a Stoicism meetup group. Tomorrow, 1130 at the East Lake Library. I might go to that one. I might just go to that one. But yeah, I, I just saw so I've, I've been trying to find something to do. <clears throat> I may even have to go back to teaching just to get the hell out and see some humans. Ooh. 
was kicking around doing seminars at the local community programs about helping parents and kids choose the right degree. I think that'd be very helpful, very beneficial. My, people might even attend, although they're going to go look. And I wonder how, because it's been eight years maybe since I taught dance classes. Always was able to keep my online activities separate from the dance class community. Committee education never cared. That's back when the ladies were nice and they still believed in the freedom of speech. Now, I think a lot of those ladies have retired or gone elsewhere. And now I can only imagine if you want to go do community education at the public schools, uh, you're going to have some social justice warrior dipshit, 26-year-old with her master's in community education, alternative education. I'm Google you. And you say, hey, lady. Do you want to help the kids not piss away $250,000 on a worthless degree like you? Huh? <clears throat> I just got to get up. Just got to get up. Got to get up. The range is another thing. That's what you're going to find out. My radius, the towns I've hit, I've gone to Gaylord. They have them look this up. Faribault. Red Wing, Hudson, Wisconsin, Osceola, Wyoming, Minnesota. I'm going a counterclockwise arc, like everything that I've done. Not that I've hit every bar, but I mean, how many redneck hick bars with people wearing their Polaris jackets do you need to go to? Elk River, St. Mike, heck, forget St. Michael, St. Cloud. What's the furthest west I've gone for social activity? Hutchinson, probably Hutchinson. Oh, yeah us to do uh what i want to do uh we do have the super chats up if you guys want to do the super chats what else what other boring managerial bullshit do we have to go through uh we got some fan mail oh let me uh do a sponsor alaska chaga has been sponsoring me i never did a an appropriate script for him uh most everyone reading this uses caffeine or another stimulant in order to get them through the day from coffee to tea to energy drinks, stimulants are an essential part of modern-day living. However, many traditional caffeinated drinks are actually quite bad for you due to sugar and other additives that make you fat and impact your health in other ways. If you're looking to get off coffee and sugar, there's an alternative that is healthier and less expensive, Alaska Chaga Tea, spelled C-H-A-G-A. Made from chaga mushrooms harvested in Alaska, Chaga Tea from Alaska Chaga is superior to coffee and other similar drinks as it contains vital nutrients to aid heart, liver, and immune system health. As such, I highly recommend it to anyone who's looking for a healthy, sustainable pick-me-up in the morning. Alaska Chaga is a family-run, small business located in interior Alaska. Support your fellow pro-Trump heritage American, American and pound a nail into the coffin of degenerate corporate America by ordering your Chaga Tea today. It would be great if you could link to our homepage. Yeah. I don't know how else they would find you, dude. Uh, AlaskaChaga.us. Alaska, spelled the way it sounds and is spelled. Chaga, C-H-A-G-A dot U-S. Check out the guy over there. Here's a fan mail. Hang on. This is from Tom. Tom writes, Aaron, I've been a viewer of your channel since about the 5,000 mark and have not only been thoroughly entertained by your content, but turned my life around as a result. I lost that 120 pounds to join the Australian army. All right, there we go. 
I guess I just wanted to reach out and say thanks, given all the free lessons you've provided me and many others as being passive viewers. I suppose an email is nice, but cigars are sure shit better. Thankfully, I work in the industry and truly remember what you like. And one Cusanos. Hey, there's somebody who pays attention to the old Capmeister. If memory serves, I live. If memory serves, uh, he lives. I live in Melbourne, not born. It's Melbourne, Australia, but could easily send you something if you like. From one of my contacts. Anyway, I hope this email finds you gratefully. Tom, when did he send this? It says yesterday. When's the printoff date? August the 22nd. All right. Yeah, Tom, I'm, I'll, I'll um, you know, give you my address. You can send me some uh, some of that there. I'm going to save that one too. Uh, I got to say, I don't want to reread this one. I'll fold it up. That way I know I've read it. If you guys ever saw my desk, if you ever saw my office, the Northern Command Center, you'd look and say, good Lord, that looks... Disheveled and sloppy. Reminds me. Oh my god! <laughs> on my on my when Cappy gets cancer list. When can when Cappy finds out he's terminally ill. Remember working for this one company. Just a bunch of frauds. Uh, lied about the job. Lied about the job description. And um, all they had us do. Me and all the other quote annals come in. They just had us file in facts. We we're just clerks or clerical secretaries. And um, I always have a messy desk because, quite truthfully, if you have a messy desk, that means you're working. It means you're hustling. It means you're thinking about me. You have multiple things going on at one time. There's a an organization to the chaos, but it, I don't have a clean desk. Never have, cause I'm working. So these cocksucking fucks, these. These fi finance scumbags who thought they were clever. Like, I think I, the, the company, I think, did end up going bankrupt. But it sold off because no one, they kept, they got such turnover. Um, they say, we have a big potential client coming in and, and we want you guys to clean your desk. We want spotless and clean. And I'm like, I am not cleaning my desk. I didn't say that. But I'm like, what are they going to walk in? I mean, anyone who's slightly smart and intelligent. They're going to look and say, why are there papers on this guy's desk? Maybe I was overestimating, though. Maybe in the finance industry. I mean, maybe I'm overestimating the IQ of finance majors and finance dude bros. Because maybe with an IQ of 107, you're hey, that's a clean desk. People who have clean desks are people who are responsible. And they don't see the you know 10 or 15 extra IQ points. Hey, he's got a messy desk. He must be really busy. And he actually is working. Like, do you trust a mechanic that doesn't have dirty hands? You go to a mechanic's place and, like, everything's spotless. Do you really trust that? No grease, no oil, smells like potpourri. There's none of that uh, good gasoline, carb cleaner, 10W40, greasy oil smell. You know, Fred, he's got his blue overalls, they're all dirty. Or versus what? Peppy, Tanner, Madison comes out, spotless uniform. What mechanic can you go with? You didn't clean your desk. I remember getting in trouble. Yeah, I didn't clean my desk. This is when, yeah, I didn't clean my desk. I was busy doing your fucking filing and faxing bullshit. Analyst. You could just demote if you ever want to truly read a finance major or finance professional's resume take their stated title, which could be their legitimate title. I'm not joking. And demote it, not by one 
rank below it, but like a full class of ranks. Like if it says vice president, that is not a vice president. They are not in corporate. They are like a senior analyst. You see senior analysts, delete it down to rookie analysts. You see analysts of anything, cleric, a clerk, clerical, secretary. Well, I'm an analyst. Oh, so you file, you fax, huh? Be thankful you kids don't have file or faxing and everything's digitized now. I remember the analog days. Oh, my God, the number of times I've filed. Hours, days, weeks of filing as an intern. Oh, I'm going to kill all of you when I get cancer. Gonna hunt you down. Maybe not you. Maybe your children and your wifey poo. Gonna kill them all. Because that's the way to cause the most damage. Because if I kill you, you won't feel pain no more. No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to go kill people. I'm not advocating. I'm just merely saying that if you really want to harm people, killing them isn't the way to do it because they stop feeling. You want to go after the most important things in their life. That's all. Oh, Cappy things got dark. Yes. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Uh, All right. Oh, do I want to do this? What world of bullshit do I want to go in now? Um, Let's do this one. Hang on. You know what? No, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this one. I'm going to go. I'm going to go to the chat room. Let's go to the chat room. Hey, guys, let's see how you guys are doing. I can always go to this later. I just don't have the stomach for it. Hi from London. Hi, G-Man. How you doing? Hi from Nova Scotia. Tom, hello. Chad Elkins in the house. Loving these live podcasts. You know, yeah. Chad Elkins loves these live live podcasts so much. That's why that cheap bastard hasn't done a a super chat donation. Chad Elkins writes, got a client coming in shortly. Maybe I'll keep the volume up. Curse away. Is she hot, Chad? Chad, is she hot? We want to live vicariously through you. Is she hot? You going to bang her on your desk? Watch, it's probably this poor woman right now who's actually in his office. <laughs> He's so regretting turning up the volume. Oh. Hey, Cappy, use the Brave browser, protects your privacy and blogs. Yeah, but I I, I, can, I know you can't run the, um, the uh, live streams on YouTube through it. Uh, what's his name? Michael Kingswood, our buddy. Michael, no, podcast.com, Michael Kingswood. No, michaelkingswood.podcast.com. Elkins, when are you going to go for a run or hit the gym? I hit the gym yesterday, ran six miles the day before that, and hit the gym for a different group of muscles the day before that. So today is a day off, but um, I'll tell you guys this. Let me give you guys a little bit of wisdom. I may have given this before, but it's worth repeating again in case you guys didn't. The absolute worst point in my life I'd ever been in was very bad. And it was so bad, I didn't drink. That's how bad it was. And uh, the only way I could get through the day was by running and getting my endorphins up. It very much was like the, uh, uh, not Ferris Bueller, Forrest Gump, where he just starts running. I just felt like running. And 
at the at the peak and for quite some time we're talking six months i was running 11 miles every day every day probably could have ran a marathon didn't want to went from a buck 55 down to a buck 25 um i just felt like running and that was it. I didn't need no antidepressants. I didn't need no drugs. Didn't need no booze. Needed no extra. You just got this runner's high. And even did a video tangentially inspired by it called, um, what was it? Run to give yourself fake agency and purpose or something like that. Or trick you, use use exercise to trick your body into thinking it has agency and purpose. Because if you're physically active, your hindbrain doesn't know if that's like, oh, he's just running in circles for no reason. It's just, oh, we're running. We must be doing something worthwhile. We must be chasing mammoth. We must be running for our life. This is good. We're getting physical activity. There is purpose and reason to live. You fool and trick your body and your nervous system into th- and all of a sudden it releases endorphins and you're okay. So now that I'm in a funk, I may actually go running again, even though my, my front uh, thighs kind of hurt and my right knee was giving me a little bit of guff. <clears throat> Although this fall weather is perfect for running. 52 degrees and cloudy is absolutely perfect to just go download a shit ton of podcasts and go do a six-mile run. Um, Marcel writes, I joined the Coast Guard in November. Outstanding. Congratulations, Marcel. Ben Frank writes, Gen X will get the shaft between unpayable millennial boomer socialist policies. I think we're going to be fine. We keep printing off more money. Millennials like voting in, uh, uh, you know, spending more money. That's fine. If the millennials want to vote to go further into debt to pay for my social security, I am also all for it. Chad Elkins calls it adrenal fatigue. Maybe that's what I'm suffering. Um... I've been using your Amazon affiliate program still, Aaron. Thank you, Ben. I appreciate it. Hung over? No. No, I haven't hit booze in quite some time. Uh, have you read before I say I do a word to the X's? No, haven't. Clary, you sure planning on moving soon? Yes, I am. I will be moving soon. Oh, there. WF Jacoby. WF Jacoby knows how to get me to read. Let's go right to him. Super chat, five bucks. Thanks. Cappy, thoughts on employers requiring references before an interview? <clears throat> this place wants to send some survey to all my references before we've even met. I, I don't think that's odd. I, you kind of confuse me. Why would that be odd? Um, yeah, just send your references to them. God, that harkens me back to the day when you, yeah. The nightmares are all coming back. You got to get references, character references, work references. Always had to find a coworker, never a boss, to give me a work reference because all my bosses were fucking morons. And I do mean that. You all were morons. That's why none of you are currently employed in your current profession. Uh, yeah, just send the references out. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I don't smell any fuckery or chicanery going on. Any ideas for health, both mental and physical, for working the graveyard shift? Doing it for another oh, doing it for another twelve years, dude. There's, I went through it twelve years. The Chicadium or Chicadia rhythms or whatever 
your body is meant to be up during the daytime and sleep at night. The longest I ever worked night shift was probably two and a half years straight. Uh, and that, that fucked with me. <clears throat> it was so bad. I even went back to working in banking. I would get one of those fake sunlight deals running, um, getting, write a book. That's what I mean. If you got to work the graveyard ship, shift, keep yourself occupied. Aaron, put your PayPal link in the description. PayPal takes less than a super chat. You know what, Ben? That is a brilliant idea. Thank you, Ben. Do that. What the hell is my PayPal link? Shit. I just go through asshole consulting. Um, other. Here we go. Okay, donate. No, oh, that's my PayPal link. Interesting. Okay, I'll put that in there. There you go. There you guys go. You can donate. <clears throat> wow, Alan's been working the dog shift for 24 years straight. Man. Holy shit, Al. Your body by that time must just be adapted to it. All right, let's let's get to this. I don't want to do it. We got to do it. So last night, um, I'm bored. I'm putzing around, and I was not that impressed with the Captain Marvel uh, trailer, in part because it was all pro-female, pro-power, and all that other stuff. And uh, But also, it just didn't look to be that good of a movie. And uh, I was kind of looking at the... The images of, I forget, maybe Beckloff recommended it or something, but I'm looking at the actress who plays uh, Captain Marvel, Carol Danners, or Danners, and she is not smiling at all. She's not smiling at all. All serious face, and more so than like, I'm a serious superhero and I must save the world. So I put together this meme because I'm bored, and I take a bunch of pictures of Captain Marvel, and I put, you know, I can't wait to see... Captain Permanent Resting Bitch Face, because it was. It was the epitome of Permanent Resting Bitch Face. I put that up, tweet out. Well, then somebody sends me this article. I you can't make it up. It's from Vox, not Vox Day, Vox.com, which is a leftist, but I'm going to read through it because it just shows you the world of the insane left. Not even Captain Marvel is safe from the Smile More cat call. I'm like, the Smile More cat call? Like, you know, a wolf whistle, like a cat call? That's what they're talking about here. And it says, fans are photoshopping smiles onto the superhero's face to make her more to their liking. So I start laughing because like, okay, I'm not the only one. And it's kind of funny. People are photoshopping smiles onto Captain Marvel. It's like, all right. I'm vindicated. I wasn't the only one. You know, not that she has to be super happy smiling, but I was like, you look at her, look at it. She just, she's got permanent resting bitch face. But this is, this is only the tip of the iceberg, you see, because the cat call, it, apparently this is sexism now. Having women smile is sexist. <clears throat> Captain Marvel is capable of anything. She can zip through the galaxy. She can shoot photon beams from her sparkle fists. Sparkle fists? She could command Avengers 
and has superhuman strength and fighting abilities. But as but for as awe-inspiring as she is, she is still susceptible to the frustratingly sexist tendencies of our non-superhero-filled reality. The sexist because they put a smile on her face. Having women smile is now sexist. After the first trailer for Captain Marvel was released this week, a sect of fans started bemoaning what it showed of Brie Larson's performance in the title role, complaining that her acting seemed stiff and wooden. It was. It was stiff and wooden. And again, that, that maybe could be the character, but God, it's going to be really hard to warm up to this character, whether or not she is purposely acting that way or not. I mean, I don't know if you guys ever seen the, the uh, BBC TV show called Black Books. The main character is a misanthropic, hate-filled man, uh, and he acts that way. He's very standoffish, but you end up liking him anyway because deep down inside he is a good guy. If anything, he tells the truth. <clears throat> but, you know, uh, albeit if you had to save the world, you wouldn't be waking up singing zippity doo memorized, by the way, over at the Nazi concentration camp of the Wisconsin Synod with hymnology. But it was. Her, her acting was stiff and wooden. That cement led one Twitter user to literally and creepily. No, it wasn't creepily. Okay, so I'm going to go here. Oh, it's Turd Flinging Monkey. Oh, Turd Flinging Monkey did this. Ah, okay. <laughs> uh, that's some good photoshopping. So he made her smile on all these pictures. Some good photoshopping work. And what's hilarious, who is this worthless person? All right, Alex Abad Santos. All right, you got a hyphenated name, so I know your, your dad isn't around, Alex. We'll, we'll go into you later. He's saying, turn flingy monkey creepily. Fo- it's not creepy, it's funny. How is this creepy? She's smiling now. I feel less creeped out. Beforehand, I thought she was going to stick my nuts in a pencil sharpener. Now it's kind of like, yeah, there's a nice gal. There's Captain Marvel. Maybe she's happy to save the world. Maybe she's proud of herself. That's why somebody was referencing Turd Flinging Monkey. Okay, now I get it. And stills from different scenes claiming they had fixed her. <laughs> Man, leftists can't take a joke. Manipulating a smile. Oh, it's manipulating. Oh, you know what? Just call it rape. Let's just say he, he Photoshop raped her. A smile on a Captain Marvel's face is seemingly a digital extension of the smile more harassment that women hear all the time. As The Atlantic explained in 2016, women are frequently advised to smile by people around them, from coworkers to strangers on the street, implying that they need to appear happier for the benefits of others, usually men. And despite its inherent disrespect, the mindset is pervasive. It was even used to criticize Hillary Clinton during 2016 campaign for president. Well, Maybe if she'd smile, she would have won. A man telling a woman to smile, and in Captain Marvel's case, digitally altering a woman's face to smile, capitulates to the crooked idea that it's not up to women to decide when to smile, and that a woman appearing to be happy... I'm sure this is what Curfling Monkey had in mind. That he's going to force women to smile. That he was going to determine when women were going to smile. My God. How noodly and wimpy do you want to bet this guy's arms are when we look into him? <clears throat> that a woman appearing to be happy and pleasant is more important than how she might actually feel that women owe it. To- well, as far as I'm concerned, yes, because I can't experience how a woman feels. I don't know that. 
It's like fat people, not women, fat people. I don't want to see fat people. It's a negative externality. I don't want to see frowning or, 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 or uh, angry people. It's a negative externality. That women owe it to others to perform a certain emotion, whether it's sincere or not. That's exactly what I was thinking. Ironically, the specific type of catcalling and harassment is something Marvel has directly addressed with one of its other female characters. Marvel's Netflix Jessica Jones made the insidiousness of the Smile More command a sinister point of its depiction of Kilgrave, the show's villain. I don't, I don't watch it. Uh, concern over how much they're smiling is it something male who, superheroes typically have to deal with. There haven't been any viral calls for Iron Man or Thor or Captain America. Just to prove that very point, one Twitter user has responded to Captain Marvel complaints by manipulating photos of Marvel's male superheroes to smile in moments where they've otherwise expect more serious or expressions. Okay, that's funny. That's cool. I, I'm not going to get all – I'm not – Unlike uh, who's who's this guy? Unlike uh, Alex Abad Santos and the world of feminists, I'm not going to get my panties in the bundle. It's kind of funny watching s'more, uh, s'more, Thor smile, Captain America. See the difference here, David Chen and Alex Santos. Uh, we're not upset if you do it. We don't think this is sexism or oppression. Let me think here. Smile more. NPR came up with this. Smile more harassment. Why telling a woman to smile makes her want to scream. Uh, if there's anything I've learned, who is this written by? Malaka Garib. Is she smiling in her picture? Oh, she looks happy. Yes, that's that's someone I really would love to have coffee with. If there's anything I've learned over the past few days, it's that street harassment takes many forms and happens everywhere, and it makes women feel super icky, not flattered. After I shared my own experience being catcalled by men when I spent summers in Egypt as a teenager, oh, those blasted white Westerners over in Egypt harassing you, and even being ambushed by a group of street boys for just wearing shorts. Yep. You go, sister. We we better we better fight here in the Western world. Make sure that doesn't happen. Oh wait, this is Egypt. I want to know how do boys and men treat women in public in other parts of the world across NPR. Want Snapchat? A woman shared a photo of the face she makes when men tell her to smile, and she does not look happy. On Facebook, a woman told us how creepy it was that a man told her she looked beautiful in the middle of a Target parking lot. And on Twitter, we got some helpful advice from NPR editor Hannah Block. I'm sure she's she's really helpful, who told us that while living in Pakistan, she was told by friends not to look around for faces if she were groped, but to follow the hand to find the offender. Here's a selection of responses. <clears throat> uh, I, I don't care. Where was it? Hang on. Let me look up smile harassment. This is just, we'll go back to it. Don't worry, guys. We'll get back to it. I just wanted to find this. The smile harassment is smile sexism. Smile sexism. There we go. There was the Atlantic. Is this the woman? No. Ben, five single slides are actually sexist. Stop telling women to smile. Is it the BBC? Larger point I'm trying to make is you got the Atlantic, you got the BBC, you got 
uh, NPR. So this is now official by the you know, biased mainstream media. Telling women to smile is now sexism. It's harassment. It's it's not like oh that gal looks down like oh you'd be beautiful if you smile. I you know I, and that that's a line guys can use maybe to to get you to laugh a little bit. Maybe the guy likes you, but that's sexism. That's harassment. It was who was I listening to? Mark Dice. He was talking to. He was at the um, oh Occupy Wall Street. Is it Occupy Wall Street? And he was telling the story about how uh, this one guy who happened to be black says, "I'm off to Burger King. I'm gonna get some food." And I say, "All right." And this one guy says, "Hey, can you grab me a cheeseburger?" And this guy, <clears throat> the black guy, flipped his lid because he 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 thought that this guy was treating him like a slave. And uh, what Mark Mark Dice, I think uh, his point was, is that this guy. Now, keep in mind, he was in Wall Street, uh, Occupy Wall Street. So he was at one time a leftist. This black gentleman, gentleman, pansy, weak, weak-minded, professional victim, uh, was so indoctrinated to view everything in the fa- uh, through the lens of race and racism that when I like, oh, hey, you going there too? You mind grabbing me something? And probably the guy would no doubt pay. I get to see if he was pissed. He says, hey, you, go buy me something. I can see that. Hey, but while you're on the way, can you give me a cheeseburger? I'll give you some money, maybe some money for your time. And if you're that conditioned by K through college, by the media, by the professional victim whoring industry, to think that that is racism, my God, what isn't? And women in the United States and the Western world, because we got the BBC as well. I mean, a guy coming up saying you'd be pretty if you smile. It might be annoying. He may be hitting on you. But my God, that's that's not harassment. That's, that's not, that's, jeez. It's maybe charming. Maybe a little bit better than, yo, baby, what's up? And it, now it's called catcalling. So what, is any attention catcalling now? And unless you girls were actually going to man up and become equal and start asking guys out in equal numbers, which you're not because you're cowards, and you are inferior in that regard. When it comes to courage and genuine bravery, you women are inferior in that regard. You are superior in other regards. Don't give me this fucking shit about me being sexist. But unless you were, if we follow this logic, there's going to be no breeding. I guess there isn't. Because birth rates are going down. What? Yeah. The, the silver lining on this one is to imagine what it's like being that black guy at Wall Street, uh, Occupy Wall Street, to think that somebody asked, hey, can you grab me a burger while you're out there, is racism. Imagine what his day-to-day life is like, where he sees racism and everything. And that's exactly this here. I could see some old grandfatherly guy. Oh, you should smile. You have a very pretty face. You know, some poor old World War II generation, you know, vet. You're, you know, he just wants the girl to be happy. Heaven forbid that. Kind of maybe concerned that you're doing all right. There may be no sexual motive. 
And that's catcalling. That's offensive. That's that's uh, not assault. I guess that would be harassment. Now, if you are that at that level, ladies, oh my God, what isn't what isn't an assault? What isn't sexism? You could find sexism in a dog turd. You probably could, and your lives are ruined. And that's that's the silver lining. I know they're pissing you off. I know they're delusional. But ask what kind of lives do they have? actually? Let's ask what. Let's look at Alex Abad Santos, senior culture reporter. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's look at this guy. Yeah, he looks a little weak. Oh, do I have to sign in my LinkedIn? I never like like signing into my LinkedIn. I don't want to. Uh, I am gonna have to go to LinkedIn. Damn it. I don't want to go to LinkedIn. Atlantic Media Company, freelance writer, Passport Magazine. Here we go. Okay. Writer, writer, associate editor, MA in journalism, bachelor's of arts in English. Okay. Completely worthless guy. Again, let's look at this guy's. I mean, if this guy actually believes it, let's just take a look at his life, shall we? He still has student loan debt. He has a master's in journalism that he got eight years ago. I guarantee you with his associate editor for Passport Magazine, has Passport Magazine even got an Alexa rating? I didn't even get paid right there. <clears throat> Gay Trowel, God. Of course. It can't just be a regular magazine. It has to be for gay travel culture and style. All right. I'm just seeing if you want to write for them. Uh, let's do, oh, no, what do I want to do? Google rank, Alexa rating, Alexa rank. Uh, uh, site info, Alexa. Find. Oh, I got to plug in the site. Paste. Passportmagazine.com. Get rid of that line there. What's its ranking? Alexa ranking not yet available. Ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> my blog has an Alexa ranking. All right? Again, I use me as kind of like the bottom of the barrel. If you can't beat me, yeah, this is a, quote, professional website. It's not even ranked. So I could tell you right now, Alex Abad Santos didn't get paid working at Passport Magazine for three years. Uh, Atlantic Media Company, one year, one month. He was a freelance writer, which means he was unemployed for five years. <laughs> Staff writer, Atlanta, Atlantic Media Company. Median salary is $41,000 a year. If you are living in New York City, you are not making that much money. He was only there for one year and one month, and he's been a writer for Vox. I'm sure they make a lot of money. The only reason I'm going after his um, his salary, trying to estimate it, is I want to know if he can pay back the $120,000 of debt that he borrowed from me and the other taxpayers. Again, look at their lives. 
what this guy has written may upset you, may anger you, may piss you off because he's just uh, trying to divide the sexes and, and, and pit them against one each other even more. What's it like knowing that his debts are up to $200,000 because he doesn't understand compound interest? What's it like he's got to just beg and claw and, 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 and scream just to get some modicum of money? Just to make ends meet. How much you want to bet he's slinging coffee but doesn't put that on his resume? You worked for a site that is less ranked than my freaking blog. And you put that on your resume. Maybe I should have people write for Captain Capitalism and then you guys could put that on your resume too. I'll give you a fancy title. Vice President of Editing. It'll just be like banking. Ooh, Vice President of Banking over at Captain Capitalism. I wonder what's Alexa rating is. Oh, it actually has one. Unlike us over at Passport Magazine, you're hired. To be more honest, be more legit. So if, if you're upset with, uh, <clears throat> what's his name? Oh, there's Turd Flinging Monkey. Hell, Turd Flinging Monkey's got more uh, more credibility than this uh, this guy. Oh, darn it. Did I delete it? I delete it. Hang on. Let me pull it up again. And who can we want to look up? Should we look up uh, David Chen? Dave Chensky? Ah, it's, that was clever what he did. I'm sure David Chensky is not... Uh, I think we can all agree that this is the total normal, non-creepy thing to do. Why do they force creepy into everything? You do know just calling something creepy doesn't make it creepy, right? You know, maybe maybe if I, if I, I called socialism. Dude, socialism is creepy. Would that start getting the kids? Oh, my God, it's creepy. Oh. Let's go back to the chat room. I can only handle so much bullshit. <clears throat> Here's the PayPal. What's my favorite beer? I don't. Sam Adams Light, but I haven't had one in 10 years because I don't think they make it anymore. The catch is it makes them fill out a survey, and I'd prefer not to waste their time. I always thought this was after the interview process. Well, have them fill out the survey. Do companies, do companies really po ghost jobs, post fake jobs? No way are employers that evil. Yes, they do. Now, the job may actually exist, but they already have somebody picked out. Uh, and to make HR and um, oh, whatever other legal uh, and not get sued for discrimination or EEOC compliance, they got to put it out there. So they already have, you know, they've picked Steve for the job. Um, but Steve obviously has a penis and we can't promote a penis. So what we're going to do is we're going to send out resumes or send out a, we're going to send out a, a job description. They will even interview people and say, Oh, look, we interviewed Amy and Tanner and Madison and Coochie and LaRue and Jessica and Phyllis and, and all these other, Oh, but Steve was the best one. See, we interviewed a bunch of women, so you can't sue us, which unfortunately wastes the time of, all the poor ladies that had to go and interview. But yes, uh, companies will post job uh, requests, jobs out there on the want ads, but they already have somebody picked out and they're just doing that to cover their ass legally. Uh, so that is true. 
Uh, John Steele has, hey, John, I thought you were pro uh, broadcasting today. What about Jewish people? John, let me know if you want to come on the uh, the air. We'll bring on, what is the official clarity position on traps? Traps? What's wrong with traps? I don't know. They're good for catching rabbits? Uh, hi, Aaron. What's the country in your YouTube channel image? Looks Asian. Uh, that is, um, no, that's just because Asian tourists were there. We're quite literally, there's a bunch of Asian girls in the background. That is on top of Angel's Landing in Zion National Park. One of my favorite hikes. Um, if anybody comes visit me in Vegas during winter and there's no snow in Zion National Park, which is in southern Utah, there's a good chance I'll try to drag your asses up there. Um, even uh, uh, the slightly not in shape, Chris Beckloff made it up that mountain. Matt Forney made it up at actually in very good time. <clears throat> and then uh, the famous Chad Elkins, um, he'll never make it up there because Chad Elkins will never leave Chicago. He isn't even aware. He's afraid that it's like the flat earth theory that if you go, there's either Lake Michigan or you fall off the end of the, of the earth if you get outside of Chicago. He thinks Wisconsin is just a conspiracy theory to fool people. Same thing with Indiana. He doesn't believe there's anything beyond Chicago. I'd like to take my good friend Chad Elkins uh, out to Zion National Park and show him, but he doesn't believe in flight. He doesn't believe in other states. He doesn't believe in um, in airplanes. Let me get uh, oop. Let me get this and send this to John. We'll get John on. <clears throat> Bear with me, guys. I'm in here. John, give me a sec. I'll get you on here in a bit. This is why it's good to have somebody else. All right, let me let me do this. I'll get John on next. From the San Francisco Gate, brought to my attention by the great one himself, which you can find at sinlibsoch.com. Again, I do believe he is actually a racist and a sexist. I still... Consider him my friend. I just disagree with him on that stuff. So be forewarned if you tune into his podcast. His podcast is even more angry than me. But then he finds gems like this. And uh, I just got to go over it. Dear Abby, boys' treatment of animals causes alarm among my family. Dear Abby, my three-year-old grandson hurts animals. He's intelligent and articulate. No, 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 no. Your three-year-old... Grandson is not intelligent or articulate. You, you, you are biased. He's probably just, well, he's not a normal boy if he's hurting animals. Uh, please stop telling us how amazing and wonderful your relatives are. He is a three-year-old piece of shit. He understands many concepts about all kinds of things. Frankly, I'm scared. It's because he is so intelligent and high-functioning. I feel he should have more empathy than he does. He has been doing this off and on for the last couple of years. My daughter, my husband, and I have been discouraging it the whole time. Hey, they've been discouraging it. He gets timeouts, stern talks, and toys taken away. It doesn't work. No. My daughter has started swatting his bottom 
or his leg, hoping he will understand it is unacceptable. Oh, my God. You fucking Gen X parents. You fucking millennial parents. We don't do that in our house. You know who I want to spank more? The kids running around acting like a hyper, uh, hyperbolic, uh, hyperactive, <clears throat> super retard. And then there's the mom. We don't do that. And you know who I want to hit more? Not the kid, although he needs it. Although it would be a joy to make the kid limp. I want to hit the mother. I say, say that again. Say that. We don't do that. Slap. Say it again. We don't do that. Slap. We're going to do this all day, bitch. Going to do it all day until you learn. Because until you learn, the kid ain't going to learn. Clary's Parenting for Parents. That's where I parent the parents. Where you come in and you, you say, now, 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 and I hit you. And we use beatings and physical violence to get you to grow a spine and grow a penis so that you might actually start disciplining your own child instead of negotiating with them as if you're at the fucking UN talking to the goddamn Swedes. What's swatting? My daughter started swatting. Is that like a little like a little gay slap? Oh, nasty, nasty boy. She isn't comfortable hitting him, and neither am I. This must be why there was no mention of a fucking father around, and the kid is fucking torturing animals. My grandson knows better. I know he does. My daughter called me this afternoon upset because he hurt their dog again. Must we get rid of these pets? No one wants to do that. When is it too much? How can we make it stop? I'm not even going to go read what Dear Abby's response is. Not Dear Abby. I think it's her um, her daughter. Dear Abby has passed away. I- I'll read it again <clears throat> for uh, what's her name? Dear Agast. Uh My daughter, my husband, and I have been discouraging it the whole time. I wonder what's missing. I wonder. Is it is it any wonder, Grandma Lady? Do you do you feel responsible at all that you raised a whore of a single mom? You raised a failure and that you are a failure as a parent? And you didn't like spanking? I don't like spanking. Oh, because your daughter just turned out to be a real winner, a broken family, a ruined child. It's your fault this dog is in pain. It's your fault this kid is torturing animals. Because you never decided to be a real mother or have a real father. I don't even know if your husband is her father. You didn't say, I don't like it because you're too lazy. You're lazy. You're weak. You want to have all the fun of being a parent, but none of the responsibilities. Typical fucking baby boomer. And gee, look at that. Like teenage pregnancies is passed on from generation to generation. And now your worthless single whore mom of a daughter has raised a degenerate kid that tortures uh, tortures animals. And now we go on. My husband, I'm sorry, my daughter, my husband and I have been discouraging it the whole time. Oh, well. He gets timeouts, stern talks, and toys taken away. And then she has to see, in case you didn't know, you're wondering, well, does that work? She says, she's, she informs us we're all hanging on our fingernails. Does it work? Does it work? It doesn't work. Oh, 
Because I thought that totally worked. Looking at the millennials and what an economic powerhouse of a generation they've been with their participation trophies and safe spaces. I, I could I thought it might have worked, but apparently in this individual rare case, timeouts and toys taken away and stern talkings too doesn't work. My daughter has started swatting his bottom or leg, hoping we'll understand it is unacceptable. She isn't comfortable hitting him and neither am I. No, 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 no. You guys are pathetic excuses for parents and you love yourselves more than you do your child or grandchild. You are so weak and you're so selfish that you don't want the discomfort of actually having to uh, uh, dispense fatherly discipline. You don't want that inconvenience. You don't want to suffer that slight pain. And so you're going to have a, a kid that's going to grow up to be a mental, not not retard, but he's going to be mental. He's going to have horrible issues as he grows. He's going to suffer decades of pain. Oh, and then there's the real victim of this, the fucking dog. You know, what about its physical pain? I know it's a dog, but I, I don't like the poor, uh, poor treatment of animals. As far as I'm concerned, all of you people should be shot, including your kid, and the dog should be getting the life insurance money. Must we get rid of these pets? You're willing, you're willing to go around this, tr- this problem, right? You're willing to go around, as long as you don't have to confront the problem, as long as you're not inconvenienced. I, I hate to quote the great one himself, but he's right here. The, the what is it? The, the motto, the prime directive, the primary objective is no white woman in North America need be inconvenience, need to suffer inconvenience, need to be bothered. This is what this is. This is what this is. You're going to let your kid grow up to be an animal torturer, not to mention the animal's getting tortured itself. Lord knows what he's going to do to people. You know, Jeffrey Dahmer started out that way. Rather than spank your kid, because you are just too precious. Guys all wonder why I hate children. Children, people. I don't hate children. I hate people. This is it. Here we go. Let's get John in on this. All right, John, I sent you the link. Um, Here's Dear Abby's daughter's advice. It is already too much. Your grandson's behavior isn't normal because he seems unable to appropriately interact with these helpless animals. He shouldn't be allowed to be around them without constant supervision. For the dog's own safety, thank God someone's thinking of the dog. Another home should be found before it's hurt again. Your grandson may be acting out of anger because he has been physically or sexually abused himself or has witnessed domestic violence. Or maybe his dad isn't fucking around and his mom's a single mother whore. This is why it's extremely important to be seen by, he be seen by a licensed mental health professional who can advise his parents and you about how this should be handled. Without intervention, the boy's behavior could escalate and he could seriously injure another child. You're going to go see a, how about, how about you just try spanking the kid? Because I'm going to guess the single mother of the kid who's torturing animals 
probably doesn't have mental health insurance or the money to pay. And I guess we, the taxpayers, are going to have to pay. How about you inconvenience your precious little swipple lily white asses in North America and you actually build your equal to men, right? You're equal. Why don't you build up the fucking gall and spank that little fucker? I mean, you send him to his room for a day. You torture that dog again. Everything you do that dog, I'll do to you. No, we just want to be puppies and flowers. The government checks and happy. Just so happy. Just so happy. And no, there's no name. What's it like growing? Can you imagine life? John, you there? Can you hear yeah, me? Yeah, I am, buddy. Can you hear me? Oh, hang on. Do I got it on the. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Hang on. Oh, that's why. Let me set that as default. All right, that's much better. How's that? Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you fine. All right. <clears throat> Guys in the chat room, I, I'm sorry, I had my... Let's just uh, yeah, 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 no, I, I think uh, it, it's uh, it's actually scary, this this article you were talking about, about the torturing the animals. Um, isn't it part of the dark triad? I mean, if you start setting fires, torturing animals, uh, what's the next step? Uh, I think it's eating humans, right? Yeah. No, not, not even joking. I mean... Uh, you're you're looking at it's it's the worst thing it's like the worst predictor if you're torturing animals it is the worst predictor of this isn't like well then maybe he's a kleptomaniac and he steals some gum at the local gas station no it's like <laughs> rape murder eating humans and turning them into lampshades <laughs> yeah something like that you know you got the order a little mixed up but i think you're pretty much in the ballpark there yeah no actually this is scary um you know and i'm guessing like you know, you're alluding to the fact that there's no mention of a father. Shocker. Uh, you know, you can imagine that the guy that she, you know, hooked up with one night, you know, who banged her, you know, God knows where he is. He's probably doing 25 to life. So, you know, good, good uh, genes there uh, you're passing on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, what can I say, man? Darwin Award. I, if Look, if you can't, if you're so lazy and you're so weak that you can't spank a kid when he's torturing animals... I'm just going to assume you're not able to reliably take a birth control pill or get the IUD uh, and, and make sure you don't. It, it, I, <clears throat> and the kid, I, I'm sorry, I kind of draw the line when if you're torturing animals, you're evil. Yeah, you're a little three or seven year old. Do you really know? Do you have conscious more? If, if in Cappy land, I ever hear of any kid, I don't care what age you're torturing animals like poof, bullet practice gone. Get out of here. That's. It's because it, he's gone. It's too late. It's too late for the kid. He may be ultimately innocent because his dad wasn't around. His mom is completely worthless. But that kid is not salvageable. That kid is just not going to do anything good. And he's just going to have a hell of a life of uh, uh, living, you know, within his own mind. I mean, I can't imagine at three years old what you'd have, what your brain is going through that you think the best use of your time is to torture the family dog. Well, you know, that's why I said I think abortion should be legal up to the first, um, you know, 200 months. Yeah. What um, is that? 10 years, nine years, eight years? Yeah. And so, you know, any mistakes, we can take care of them. You know, if they <laughs> manifest that way, no problem. It's legal. You know, it should be legal in all 50 states, you know. That would open up way too much leeway. Oh, God, feminists would kill all the young boys. It'd be like uh, Egypt <laughs> where, uh, what was it, Pharaoh came in and killed all the 
eldest. No, the first, the first ones, yeah, first one sons. Was that Pharaoh or was that God that came in with Passover and people had to put the sheep's blood on so people? Yeah, no, the, yeah, the Jews marked their doors to tell the because the angels would be too stupid to know, you know, so they had right. to. <laughs> you know, they, they wouldn't. They wouldn't be able to tell. So they, they had a mark that you know. God forbid any of the Egyptians figure this out. You know, then they they, they got you know. But yeah, all, all the uh, all, all the uh, firstborn sons were killed. Yeah. Uh, uh, hey, anybody in the chat room? Tell me if you could still hear me. I want to make sure that I can. I know you can hear me, John, but I always worry about once I change something. <laughs> no, you got to worry about it because once it's. You know, uh, messing with the good. Well, yeah, you know, we're Gen Xers, man. This technology doesn't come to us naturally like it does you, you millennials, you know? Yeah. I mean, Beckloff is there. He's got 40 people on Super Chat. He's got uh, everything. Yeah. He's got a Super Chat. Yeah. Beckloff. No, he doesn't. He's got his, uh, he's got that Streamlabs, which is good. It's it's a quick bypass. And someone in the chat room had the good idea of having me just post the PayPal link. Because it, it takes um, less of a Google. Yeah, because the Streamlabs, they have to log into the Streamlabs or something like that. It, you know, it's a little bit, you know. No, I think Streamlabs, it just sends you to a PayPal account. Oh, okay. Um, but, I, I should do it then, yeah. Yeah, but uh, what's it called? Super Chats, not only do you have to deal with Google's bipolar, dating a bipolar girl type experience with they're changing the rules constantly in deep monetization. They also take, I think a third of a cut of the super chats and uh, you know, I don't make a ton of money on super chats. Uh, so it's, I don't really care that much. Uh, but uh, you, you can, you know, PayPal only takes 3%. I think Streamlabs only takes uh, one or if, if anything at all. Yeah, 30%. That's like mafia style going on. Yeah. There, man. No, it's, it's, it's mafia style. But then, um, what was it? Super Chats, PayPal, and then um, the larger point, it ain't worth me dicking around with. So if you guys want to do Super Chat donations, please go ahead. The problem is if you do PayPal donations, I don't – that's the one thing about Super Chats is if you make a Super Chats, it highlights it in the chat room like, oh, you know, Phil writes, and I'll answer your question immediately or read your comment or whatever like that. Yeah, no, that actually, that's why I do like the super chats because, like, in the older brother thing, it is kind of fun because uh, with the sailor guy, I mean, he's great with the super. It's fun; it livens it up, isn't it? I mean, I love it. You know, he goes on there, and it's you know, it's it's fun. My my favorite is when I made almost thirty thousand dollars in one um, broadcast because we had Chad Elkins on, and everybody kept throwing money to have him answer the question. So he did all the work, and I got to keep all the money. It was great. We got to have Chad on more often. <laughs> Yeah, we talk about passive income. Uh, yeah, that, that's yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone else, passive income. Google that, guys. You know, when Aaron's, I, when Aaron's I, when a master. I, when I update Batch of Pad Economics, I'm going to add a whole new chapter called How to Make Money Off of Chad Alkins for Free. And uh, <laughs> step one, get Chad to show up. He's a nice guy. He will. Step two, have him do work for you. Step three, charge other people for it. Step four, don't give Chad no money. There, that's it. <laughs> Step five, cash the check. Yeah, yeah, cash the check. So, how are things in Seattle? Uh, okay. Um, not bad. I mean, uh, summer is winding down. We got the hot days and the cold nights, so it's uh, it's weird. I can never get the temperature quite right. Um, you, you know that I don't know if you have this uh, problem where uh, the part of the country you live in, where it's uh, when you when you go to sleep, it's warm, and then you wake up and you're freezing your ass off. So uh, we're kind of at that point now. Um, 
although past couple of days it, it went from ninety to sixty for highs. Ooh, a, 90, storm, really? Ooh, yeah, a storm from came through and um so it's it's just been great sleeping weather. But yeah, we're we're kinda at that where it, it's sunny out. Although I don't really go to bed until one or two AM anyway. So it cools down by that time. And now I got air conditioning and all that. And, uh, yeah, I don't I don't have the I I don't have the AC, so uh yeah, I got the fans going. So you got I, your forty million dollar house, and you don't have an air conditioning unit, Because no, when I bought this place, you know, like yeah. we've had this conversation back in the day, it was before the climactic shift, and Seattle never used to get above eighty. Mm-hmm. So you didn't have air conditioning, it right? Was, this was uh, when you were you you bought it from the Indians for wampum and beans, right? <laughs> yeah, I, some, yeah, I gave him some. I gave him some magic magic beans, and sure. you know they get yeah. Back you and Davy Crockett, you had your raccoon hat, your Kentucky <laughs> rifle. Yeah, my musket, my musket. Your musket, right, right. You're trading beavers so the people in Britain can wear beaver hats. Yeah, I was giving them the felts, and they, you know, they gave me the condo. That was sure. yeah, what was good sure. exchange, you, go. you know. But no, Who but knows? actually. Who knew the Indians were so good at building condos in 1797? Yeah, it's shocking. It's shocking. No, but but in all seriousness, the weather has shifted here dramatically in the last 20 years. I'm not kidding. I mean, uh, I mean, it's kind of actually I prefer it because the the it reminds me more of back east because the winters have gotten colder and the summers have gotten hotter. So it's more like some people might hate that. Me personally, I like it because it reminds me of how I grew up. You know. Yeah. Northeast guy, you know. Actually, you hate the winters, though. I mean, which is weird considering where you still live. When I was when I was a kid, and it turns out I'm sixty percent Scandahoovian, uh, so it made sense. But when I was a kid, <clears throat> I loved winter. I loved. Oh man, and you could go sledding, and I and we could never afford to go skiing or snowboarding. When snowboarding came out, I was just like those X Games when they first started coming out. Like, oh my mm. god, what? and you know, and it, like what a ski pass back then was fifteen bucks, which was a lot of money back then. We just didn't have the money. Uh, so I would do, we'd have ramps and, oh my God, we, we built death ramps for sleds. Like we're so surprised no one got like a broken back or a broken bone, broken nothing. We just, we're launching kids 10 feet in the air, 15 feet down the hill. Um, you had to bring a bucket of water to put down so we had an ice slick. It's just mm. insane that no one got hurt more than, than we did. Uh, and then snow days. Oh my God. Snow days. Snow oh days. yes. Best there's thing nothing. about living in, 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 uh, places where you get heavy snow, the oh Northeast my. or the Midwest snow days. There's, there's nothing better than snow days. Cause like you're out of prison. You don't have to go to the Gestapo camp. You don't have to listen <laughs> to that. Man, I don't know where all the hot teachers that are sleeping with their students are coming out, but we did not have hot teachers in the eighties. That just was not a, they were school arms. That's true. School what the fuck arms. happened? Why, why? I see all these like uh, uh, young kids. I, I don't want to digress from your point because I want to go back to the snow days, but you're right. The teachers were awful looking. Yeah, what it I, was, no, here's what it was, is in the olden days, most of the hot chicks would get married. That's what it was. Uh, and then and then they they wouldn't work. They'd have a husband taking care of them. They'd have a nuclear family. You know, crazy, wild, dumbass shit that those fools in the 50s did. <laughs> uh, so there's still a little bit, you know, that in the in the in the 70s and the 80s. And I think basically with our generation, maybe even a little bit before, um, where they said, Oh, being a mom. Being a wife or a homekeeper, that's not real work. You all got to get your asses into college and pay over a shit ton of money to the education system. And then we got to tax you as you work and commute because that's what happiness is. And most of the women bought it hook, line, and sinker. But most women, you know, they don't want to do them. They don't actually want to work. Let's do 
Let's do education. So ironically, and I've made this point many times before, what do women go and major in? Rearing children. Except this time, it isn't their own children. It's complete strangers' children. And instead of rearing their own children, which is a service that they're not paid for, you know, they just do it and they save money at home. Now they're paid, which means now they can be taxed. So they're not even raising their own flesh and blood. They're raising foreign uh, women, not out of, out of country. I mean, uh, <clears throat> children that aren't theirs. And in doing so through the state or social department or whatever, or just daycare, they're making money. And now the government gets a third cut of it. And so now you see these otherwise would have been married off younger women. Uh, they're now in, in teachers. They're all teachers. And then they're banging their students occasionally. And, and yeah, not- the only guys who are signing up for marriage now are all these uh, soy boy mouth breeders. So, um, you know, they, the only, the only, the only testosterone left is like these young virile, uh, uh, high school football players. Boy, that, that might be true. I wouldn't doubt it. Cause man, you look at these teachers like, yeah, you did want to bang that football player, but you're spe- you're stuck with Sven or, <laughs> or Tanner or Kenny, Kenny or whatever they named the Sheldon Sheldon, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got, I got that from, uh, uh, when Harry met Sally, <laughs> You know the you want a root canal, Sheldon's your man. You want someone to do your taxes, Sheldon's your man. You want humping and pumping? Nah, you don't call Sheldon. <laughs> you know the the like the epitome of soy boy names out there that they came up with. You just shake your head because it just oozes soy. What? Chad Elkins. That is just. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. It's so good. He says he's got a client in there right now. He was turning it up. So now I just got to bust his balls this entire time. Oh, you got a super chat. Oh, I do. What does it say? Uh, What's the best? uh, Hold on. Uh, What's the best laziness to activity ratio per day? What's the the what? what? (laughs) It's a math question. What's the best laziness laziness to activity ratio? activity ratio per day. So okay. I, I mean, you're going to have to define, I, I mean, I guess we'll have to do this. We're going to have to define the raziness and activity and what what's the ratio. Yeah, like, let's, let's just, let's simple. We don't want to overcomplicate it. Okay, laziness <laughs> is you're not expending any calories of energy. Your body's at rest. Like you're watching TV or you're, you're fucking around on the internet or something like that. Um, let's say you're also up for 16 hours a day. Me personally, uh, the ratio of laziness to acti- uh, to um, to activity, I say you have one hour a day of rest. I honestly think that one hour to your sixteen. So one to oh uh, oh oh one, one hour of rest. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So sixteen hours of work, one hour of rest, and the rest sleep. No, no, no. One hour of rest, fifteen hours of work, the rest sleep. Okay. Well, wasn't um, uh, what's name Ben Franklin had the thing, uh, the perfect day, and I'm not saying this is true, but Ben Franklin said, eight hours of work, eight hours of play, eight hours of rest." Yeah, but that's if you could manage eight hours of play. You need other people to play. Um, and keep in mind, here's another thing: play could also mean exercise. Like I view working out and running as part of a job. Like that's not me totally vegging out because you're still physically doing something. Motorcycle riding, a lot of people think it's fun, and it is. You're still actively doing something. Let's say you're a truck driver. Are you sitting there driving? Yeah, but you're still working. It takes calorie of energy and attention. I'm talking like you are vegging out. You're doing absolutely nothing, and you're resting, which you have to do every day. But I say that true state of laziness 
you're not actively engaged or participating or producing anything, that true zero accomplishment time should be one hour a day. And the remaining 15 hours should be uh, sleeping or not. I'm sorry, not sleeping, working chores, you know, chores isn't really working. You're commuting as ah, that physical labor, not really, but you're otherwise engaged in some kind of activity that leads towards some kind of production. Yeah. So I, I would call like the one hour, like kind of like you veg out, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like you're just mindless yeah. kind of, yeah, whatever. Like anyway, I, Chad, 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 Al Chad Alkins is upset. He oh, says, he's upset. He says, F you. Let me do that right now. <laughs> so, chat, chat is pissed. So, all right. Wait, is he actually pissed? Yeah, I don't. Well, he said "f you." Um, oh, he's well. He's the one that decided to tune it out. Oh, look, he's 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 sending it. He sent a super chat. Yeah, Let me in the chat right now. Oh, okay. Let's get chat on the chat. Hey, God, we gotta. I want to make some more money off of chat. Everybody, get your accounting and tax questions ready. Chat Elgis will answer them for free. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have a question. I have a curious question about that. Hang on, hang on. I gotta find Chad because he, he got rid of his Twitter Facebook. Account, right? Yeah, I think it's Twitter. <laughs> it's Chad Elkins. I don't blame him for getting rid of his his um his. No, uh, I got rid of my Facebook too. Yeah, I I don't want to have it either, but I gotta. Well, send message. Yeah, I want to send a message to Chad for fuck's sake. Send direct message. There we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, Chad, Chad's first, man. We gotta, we gotta give him a wide berth here, man. Chad, Chad's gonna like open up, dude. He's you know, you don't like the rage of Elkins, you don't want to get on the bad yeah, side yeah, of Chad. Don't get in the way, man. Don't get in the way, he's like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Oh, it's nice, Chad Elkins, mild mannered CPA. Then you get a pissed off, and it's mad, Chad. It's always the quiet ones, man. You gotta be careful. It is, it is. Um, Oh, oh, but I was shocked you didn't read that article I talked about, the, the letter to all my former exes or whatever it was. I, I can't. Here's the thing. I can't get into those articles because they're so common now. And what I mean, explain it to me and, and let me see if I if I guessed what it was going to be. Go ahead and give me the, the Cliff Notes version. Gentlemen. OK. OK, Chad, can you give me 10 seconds? Chad, can you give me 10, 10 seconds? Yes. I am accurate? here. Are you guys there? Yeah, yes, we're here. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. First of all, fuck you for talking <laughs> shit about me when I'm sitting here trying to get in the chat. Like I'm like, hey guys, my client just left. Let me in. I'm in my office board. I wanna, I wanna chat with you. And then you say like, oh, he's a soy boy. It's like I'm trying to get in the chat. <laughs> Pay attention to your damn chat. It cost me two dollars just to get your damn attention. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, that's, that's, Aaron, that's Aaron Stick, man. Like you know, he does see it. But he pretends he doesn't. No, I don't. No, I don't see it because I'm on the I'm on the hangout board, and then that's why I, it it is kind of a pain in the ass because then you got to actually go to the broadcast to see the chat room to see if people uh, have made a super chat, and then you got to scroll up if the chat room continues on. So I could totally see why Chad or not Chad uh, Chris Beckloff has Luke kind of covering his ass on that one. It it, it does certainly help. I have to tell you something funny. So for super chats, my original message was "fuck you," you know, let me in the chat. But um, YouTube actually blocks curse words when you send super chats. What? That's why. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Because I wanted to say a lot more horrible stuff, but they wouldn't let me. <laughs> What's up with that? Oh God, they're they're going like what? Alexa won't respond if you say you know, "Hey bitch, go fetch me a glass of water" or something, and. No, if, you, if you tell her to smile, they block it. 
Well, I even did the F with the stars, you know, so it's obviously <laughs> fuck, and they blocked that one too. So <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's true because he, Aaron, I don't know if you can see it. He wrote E F F U, so he could, he said no yeah, way I could get through. That was the only way he could do it. So he had to be there a few times retyping it before he actually phonetically. He had to he had to do it phonetically. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm I'm glad you're on. Any excitement? How was your client? Did we embarrass you thoroughly enough while you had your client there? I tried. I mean, she was from San Francisco, so you know what that means. And I'm like, well, you really need to hear this asshole then. But um, <laughs> nope, nope, we got her through. Um, while you guys are talking about, you know, the slack to doing work ratio, I was sitting here listening to all her whining. So I just felt like coming on here and venting a little bit. Hang on, hang on. How can you listen to her complain and then... You also listened to the slack to work ratio, or was she just mindlessly blathering? You didn't have to. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Oh. She she had left, and so I'm like, oh, I'm annoyed. I'm gonna blow off some steam by going on here. But little did I know that I was gonna get called a soy boy, and then uh, <laughs> it take you forever to actually notice me. So now I'm really, uh, really pumped up here. Well, hey, anyway, Chad, Chad, that, that was Aaron. Okay, I I wasn't. I, I was speaking about soy, you know, generically, not you personally. Aaron personally said that about you, not me. <laughs> And who the fuck is Sheldon? You're like, Sheldon can do your taxes? I'll beat the shit out of whoever Sheldon is. And you you are pissed. I haven't heard you this pissed off in a while. This gal must have really drained you of any patience. Oh, my goodness. And then I drank an energy drink, so I'm just full of – I just want to curse, you know, if YouTube will let me. Uh, here's, here's the sad thing. Me and Marcus Brown were just Facebooking about this. Is like you could say, you know, bitch, shit, fuck, ass – uh, pussy, whatever, but you can't say a bundle of sticks. You can't say the N word. You can't say, see you next Tuesday. <laughs> I mean, and these are like anything that addresses a group of people. You can't say it. So it's, you know, I, I got a, it, it's a, uh, oh, well, but, uh, well, can you, uh, can you tell us the gossip uh, or do you have client attorney privilege or something like that? She was, she just, is this one of the extend, yeah, extenders? Yeah, with, with what you say. I can, be, I can be very general, and I get this a lot, so this mm -hmm. isn't specific. I'm allowed to tell you this. All right. Is there anything more hypocritical than a social justice warrior liberal from the West Coast who says that the government should pay all this money to help all these other people, including people who are illegal, yet they come in to me and they get so mad when I tell them that they owe taxes to the federal government and they want them... <laughs> minimized as much as possible like how do these how do they live with themselves i'll never understand this i it's just called hypocrisy it, this happens so consistently and it was pretty egregious the one i just had today that yeah. i'm just like you know i don't get it how do these people not understand where's the cognitive dissonance the um i had a a former buddy and um I, this is the exact reason i wouldn't hang out with him anymore is For, he was, former <laughs> former yeah he was all like, oh, you know, Obama, not even Obama, but the days before Obama, you know, the Democrats, we got to help. Da, 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 da. Well, then he had a real good year um, because he worked in real estate. And um, I think he made like 150000 gross. And Chad, you'll appreciate this. Most people maybe comprehend it, but Chad's going to like laugh his ass off. Yeah. Guess how much he made in estimated quarterly payments. 
I'm going to say he didn't make any. Like, he did he made zero? zero. Yeah, that sounds pretty common for then, real estate people. Yep. Then when he got hit with like, I think it was a $60,000 tax bill, he comes running to me and my girlfriend because she's in a color. Dude, you can, they're going to take, I got to, like he was apoplectic. I'm like, look at my, and I literally said, fuck you. You vote Democrat. Where do you think the fucking money comes from? You owe the government that fucking money. I'm like maybe you can make a you can make a five thousand dollar contribution to an IRA. Heck, it may have even been four thousand. I mean, there's some things you can do, but fuck you. What do you think those taxes go for? I'm like, god damn it, you got to pay the taxes. Here's the thing: they always want it to be other people, even the ones that are well off that I do their taxes for, and they're hardcore leftists. Because where I live, I get a lot of that. Mm -hmm. They always want it to be other people. I'm like, what other people? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. OPM, baby. Yeah. I uh. This is about as good as point as any. I was going to do a unique video for this, but it's it's appropriate the topic of conversation we're having right now. And it'll save me having to make the video later because I'm all about saving. This will take like 10, 15 minutes, and that's <clears throat> a lot of time in Campy World. I always thought, and especially because it is truly a Democrat thing where it is other people's money. They're all for doing all this wonderful, amazing stuff, having everything be for free, having free health care, free education, free food, free. I mean, a truly socialist state beyond a basic guaranteed income, citizen or not, illegal or not. They always want to help out and they only advocate it when it's other people's money. Exactly. Now, when you when you think about other people's money. What is that? I'm going to let you guys try. What is other people's money? What does that the, the, the hundred dollar bill that Bob has in his hand what really is that uh, Bueller Bueller <laughs> I defer to Chad well I'm so you're asking other people's money like what what are they talking about is that what I, you I go to I go to some guy on the street I say open your wallet I'm not stealing it I say uh, Frank open your wallet and in Frank's wallet he has a hundred dollars what is that really well, it's really his time and energy to it earn. It is his that. life. Yeah. It is his finite life, which is the most important thing anybody has. Right. And what angers me so much is that it is slavery. Now, I understand if you are calling for taxes to go towards things that benefit everybody the same, like roads or defense, truly uh, public goods. But when these Democrats and leftists and socialists say, I want other people's money to pay for these things. They're doing it. They are literally stealing people's lives. They are fractionally enslaving people solely so they can feel good. They're never going to use their own money, but they have no moral qualms, quite literally stealing other people's money, not so they can eat or so that they can you know, make rent that month. They're for it so that they can feel good. And so I have concluded, I'm being 100% deadly serious. That's my life. I can't think of anything more important to a human being than their lives. What would be the second most important thing in a man's life? Okay, that'd be another quote. What's the second most important thing in a man's life? People, other people. Which person? Uh well, either themselves or people they love, I presume. And who do you love the most? We're not talking ourselves. Who do you love the most? Your family. And out of the family member, who is typically the number one? Uh, mom or dad? It'd be, no, I, I would say your wife. Oh, okay, okay. I would say. Well, wife or children, Aaron? Well, I know it could be children. 
uh, and we could use children in this analogy as well, but I really want to draw this thing. I am not joking when I am saying, I wouldn't call upon this, but I'm saying it is morally equal that for every Democrat husband out there that has a hot wife, he should share it with me or her with me. <laughs> if, if these sons of bitches are going to ask me to sacrifice my life, then I want them to timeshare their wife. Only if they're hot, which is like, what, seven Democrat men can actually- I was going to say, man, all the hot chicks are married to conservatives. So, I, yeah. I, I know, but there's got to be a blind girl out there, someone who's really charitable, but is still hot and has some nice bazooms. I'm being deadly serious. The Democrats calling for other people's money to be spent just so they could feel good. I think, you know, the next time I see a Democrat guy and he's got a hot wife, I want to feel good too by coming all over her tits. I want to feel good by fucking her in the ass. And it is triggering the senses. But what's that's not no no no. If I ripped upon the gay community, that would trigger the censors. Okay. We can talk anal sex all day, and Google would probably jerk off to it right now. Their censors are probably like, oh, he's talking about anal sex. Oh my god, oh my god. But uh if we use the C word or the bundle of, of sticks word, then we're in trouble. But I'm deadly serious that you you think, okay, you're entitled to my life. I'm entitled to your wife. Unfortunately, and maybe the Democrat men know this. They said, well, as long as we don't date hot wives or marry hot women, then he won't ask for our wives. And you're right. I'm not going to ask for your wives because most of your wives are fat and ugly and hideous. But, you know, the five or six hot, there's got to be a hot Democrat out there. Hot Democrat yeah, wife. but by the time, I don't want to wait in that line. Anyway, five bucks from Nick, uh, uh, sorry, I'm going to mispronounce your name. Nick Sholem, Sholem, ah, Sholem Aner. Uh, hey, Aaron. Shulaner. I'm glad, uh, uh, excuse me. I'm the guy Seth mentioned in the live stream. Glad to see this podcast live for once. Oh, so, thanks, hey, Nick. Nick. Hey, Power I have, listening live. I have gotten uh, uh, overall, no, no negative responses, overall positive responses for um, going live. And it's awesome because, I mean, it's only an upshot for me. I can invite you guys on here rather easily. Um, and then I get the super chat money. That's good too. And then all I have to do is download, convert to MP3 and upload it to the SoundCloud and, and it's on the RSS feed, but no, yeah, I, I, uh, I totally want to do it this way. Um, you know, assuming there's time and all that, and you could probably, you know, as long as no one's sleeping in the house, I can, I can just start podcasting whenever. Um, yeah, no one, no one's democratic wife is sleeping in his house and you know, it'll all work yeah. out. I'm just trying to think if I know any Democrat guy who's married to a hot wife, and I really don't. <laughs> I'm serious. I don't. Hang on. Let's take a look. Let's see. Hot Democratic wives. Let's look Most of the outspoken Hollywood actresses, are they're just washed up post-wall. You know, who are the, like, Madonna? And who are the ones at that Women's March or whatever that were speaking? Oh, the, 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 the pussy hat thing? Yeah, the, the pussy hat. They were all sort of has-beens, you know? Oh, oh you know, oh, you know who? Okay, you know whose wife I want to fuck. I don't that know. Oh, that's right. He does. Hang I don't on. know if she looks like now, but yeah, oh, he, uh, he's got this hot? babe of a wife. She's like this redhead, less than half his age. Who's this? And it's Kucinich's wife. I'll have to Google that. Elizabeth yeah, Kucinich. He was this real ultra leftist. He got he got kicked out though, didn't he? His own I people. I don't know. I he yeah. I look up. Uh, what's his? Yeah, she's like a full foot taller than him. Um, her name is Elizabeth Kucinich. And uh, oh dang, 
Oh, dang. I am going to timeshare the shit out of that like a condo in Mexico. Look at that. <laughs> 40 years old. Yeah, but look at it. She's a redhead. I know how oh, you guys wow. like the redhead. Oh, he's yeah. Short. Is he short? Man. He's almost as short as you, Chet. Oh, that means he's tall. Um, <laughs> yeah, she just towers over him. Wow. Yeah, no, oh. he's a munchkin. Uh, yeah, he, he's, he's, he doesn't, I don't even think he'd be quite a manlet. He's even beyond that. Yeah, he, that's a, that's a wife I could bang. Um, let me take a look. Hot, let's go back to hot Democrat wives. Because oh, I don't think they're, I don't think there's that many. Well, well, a lot of these Democratic women, like you said, Madonna, she's single, right? She's like divorced twice or she's something. She's not hot. Nah, she's not. Well, she was once, I guess. I mean. Yeah, it's always these, it's, it's these older, older women that have been divorced, and they're all in their 40s that are so outspoken about this. Even that Asia Argento and, you know, who's the other one that's being crazy with the Me Too thing? That oh, Rose McGowan. Rose, Rose McGowan, yeah. It's always 40-plus women. Yeah, you know, she, actually, Rose McGowan, and if you go back, if you look at her in the 90s, she was hot. Dang yeah, I remember that movie Jawbreaker. Like, she used to be really hot. McGowan. A look at her. Oh, she in Charmed? Oh, she's all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no. well, no, oh no, my no, god! Just, look at her now. Look at her now, buddy. What the, the hell? She did date Marilyn Manson, so. <laughs> no, actually, she was hot then, though. When she That's dated, true. Well, she's got a. I don't know about you guys, but you know who I I will murder puppy and children for. Even to this day. Uh, Marissa Tomei. I oh, will, yeah. I, I will haven't seen her in the last couple of years. Towns. I will I will destroy civilizations for Marissa Tomei. She kind of looks like Marissa Tomei when she was younger. Uh Marissa Tomei, I heard a rumor. I don't know if this is true. Uh, and I'm not saying it to bust Aaron's bubble. I swear to God I'm not. I heard she's a lesbian. Okay. Well, she's 53 and never married, so who knows. Yeah, I, no, and she's never been she's never been uh, what's the word like uh you know, linked to, for. yeah, linked to another guy, you know, a relationship or anything like that. So the rumor is, you know, but, but because you're right, she's hot and she is someone that, I don't know, she's found the fountain of youth somewhere. Cause you're right. She doesn't seem to age. I'll give you that. Does yeah. she, I mean, she is one of the few women that actually ages like wine, not milk. I, um, I don't, uh, just so you guys know, I don't actually think I'm going to, go on a date with uh, Marissa Tomei. I'm totally <laughs> crushed that she's lesbian. If anything, that just incentivizes me a little bit. Hey, Cappy's still got some charm. Maybe I could try the, I could pull off the trifecta here. Well, if George Costanza can do it, you can do it. Wait, did George Costanza actually try that? In a Seinfeld episode he did, yeah. That was in the mid-90s. <laughs> George Costanza pulled off a menage a trois? Well, I think he tried to. It's well, like every guy's thing. tried to, but it, <laughs> it's in this one episode where it like he, he yeah, it's just one of the ones I remember is that he got to go out on a couple dates with Marissa Tomei and his current girlfriend found out and caused hilarity ensued. So Isn't that the one where she says, I just love bald men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> George Costanza, arguably one of the most ugliest men on the planet. <laughs> I look. Let's just face it. Every guy's approach to getting well, not every guy's, but most guys' approach to three to getting a threesome in the history of men has been like those Somali 
uh, pirates in a canoe attacking uh, you know the USS Ronald Reagan. It's basically gone down. You ever watch any of those videos where they're like blasting away at these idiots with like a 50 caliber machine gun and they got their fucking wood canoe. <laughs> They're, they're doing like blow darts. <laughs> yeah, it's like you. It's like you know what? I, I I don't really delve into the the race IQ thing, uh, but different countries, and we could talk about environmental conditions and things like that. But you can really say like, oh yeah, Somalia, not a terribly high average IQ there. You you and you and your fucking ca- Captain Kangaroo canoe going up <laughs> against a, a Russian frigate. It's like what the hell. <laughs> yeah, they tend to be on the wrong side of the bell curve. Anyway, uh, Nick sends another $2. He says, Marissa Tomei, what about Jennifer Addison, Cappy? Uh, well, I'm, I'm not saying Jennifer's not in the run. I mean, I've reached out to Je- – actually, funny thing, I have always managed to fit Jennifer Aniston in every one of my books. Um, I've always managed to fit her in somehow. Uh, somehow she just made it in there. Just shot, she, oh, actually, quite cleverly so, too, but um, – uh, she has been dethroned now by Eva Mendez. I think Eva Mendez is now the most attractive woman. I don't, I don't know who that is. Oh, dude, look up Eva Mendez. A-V-A? A-V-A. and Mendez oh, is spelled with an S, not a Z. Okay. She's on the older side, too, I think. She right? is, but she is. And that's something I kind of appreciate. Like, if you can be over 40 and still look that good, I, I tip my hat to you. And frankly, young women open their mouths. I'm just not attractive, you know, to the, I mean, sure. Yeah. I'm attracted to them, but it, it, it's, it's kind of a weird thing. It's not the milf cougar thing. It's like, wow, you, you look that good at that age. I almost have like a, a Bravo, you know, got to give you award, you extra points. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what's a, and I don't even know the young girls now. I know Megan Fox was the thing 10 years ago. I mean, oh, yeah. she's she's passe now. I don't even yeah. know what she looks like. Who, who's the hottest girl? I mean, I could type hottest girl today. Who, who's the uh, it girl? Is that the, it girl? Google it girl. That that might be. Is they still use that word? Oh, here's one. Oh no, that's the wrong chick. Ariana Grande, maybe. I don't know. Here we no. go. Oh, she, actually, hot. that Grande bitch is not even that hot. I don't think so either. But man, she's everybody always mentions her. So actually, Ava Mendez, she's got like no body fat. Yeah, I. She's she's a good looking gal. So it's it's Ava Mendez, Jennifer Aniston, very close second. Marissa Tomei, I would say, is a very close third. But again, we show the the ageless beauty aspect of it. You know, I'm, I'm sure there are younger, hotter women out there, but these gals just have, another one is um oh she's Latina. Uh, I got the creme de la creme. If you want to go Latina, well she's half Latina anyway. Who Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza. That's my. Uh, we're gonna get married. She's playing hard to get with her restraining order, <laughs> <laughs> but it's gonna happen. Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey, um, really? Yeah. Google her. Yeah, I, just, I am. Yeah, I, I'm, I just I'm like. Her. I'm looking at like a gal that looks kind of like scary, like Winona Ryder with her buggy eyes. <laughs> no, Winona Ryder's washed up, man. She's like fifty. Um, you got another. You got another one. Uh, another super chat. Five bucks from. Uh, Oh my god! I'm gonna uh, uh, Krillin eight seven six. Cappy, uh, didn't uh, Alyssa Milano break your heart with her recent SJW comments? We all had her posters in our rooms back in the days. Yeah, thirty years ago. Now I I don't even know she's still around. I don't I don't care what. I mean, seriously, this is one of those like who? 
Well, she was really close with, uh, I don't know, really, but her and Rose McGowan were were in that uh, uh, chat. Charmed, charmed, right? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. That they they were on the same television show, Charm. So that hmm. she got she kind of yeah. jumped on the Me Too. Yeah. Or, or, or what was your uh, Cappy? You had you had a, a new hashtag. You started going there. The fuck you, Me Too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the new hashtag. I'm I'm so sick. And look, you know what's funny is in in the comments or responses, somebody says, "Oh, so you want your pro rape?" And I almost was tempted, like, "Yes, I am pro rape." And I thought, like, you know what? I'm just gonna let the troll be. And it just shows you, like, I think the vast majority of men and women are so fucking sick of this bullshit. We are so sick of having this shoved in our face. Um, I, and, and the laws of economics are going to rule at the end of the day. I don't care how moral or noble the cause. If you keep shoving it in people's faces, they are going to upchuck and they're gonna, there's going to be a backlash. And um, if at minimum there's going to be a dilution of the value of the me too, if there hasn't been already, but I'm just, so I, I want to say it. Fuck you. Me too. I'm sick and tired of it. And no, I'm, I'm not pro rape. Uh, I'm not for sexual harassment or a sexual assault. It's just, I am sick and tired of you fucking school marm Nazis and professional victim whores constantly bitching and whining about how bad you got it. Cause somebody asked you to smile. It's like, Oh, fuck off. Well, that, that's the whole thing. That it, everything is so polarized. So it's like you don't you don't agree with me. Oh, then you're Hitler. You know yeah. what I mean? There's, 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 there's no in between there. You know what I mean? It's like. All right, I'm going through the um, the uh, top twenty hottest women in the world today, and this is on Fashion Beans, and <clears throat> it's a, a bogus lie because uh, it has Rihanna. I didn't realize Rihanna had tattoos all over the place. Uh, none of these women are like, oh my God, I will murder puppies and children's for them. Some of them are too pretty. They look too much like a Barbie doll. And frankly, it's a huge affirmative action thing because if I see another black woman on this list or Latina woman on this list that isn't Ava Mendez, I am not. Yeah, these are not. Christina Hendricks Oh, Cappy, here's one for you. I don't know if you listened to Forney's last year the other day about the uh, acne positivity movement. <laughs> oh. No, what is this? I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. This for is, everyone. This is <laughs> this is a real thing now. Where uh, acne, uh, if if you find a chick who has you know a pepperoni face, unattractive, it, that's uh, I know that's a protected class now. So yeah, well, he uh, must have linked to something. Chad, <clears throat> I'm not not Chad. Uh, Matt is as creative and innovative as he is. He was reacting to something, right? Was this on some dumbass? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it was a whole article. Uh, Actually, it was an article, and then it was a link to a blog, how this girl tracked her, the traumas she experienced from having, you know, pustules on her face. Um, And now there's this big thing about, yeah, we have to, uh, (laughs) you know, not put makeup over your zits now or something. I don't know. It's uh, Which is really gross. So I am to like fat women. I am to like old women with pruny boobs and gray pubic hair. I am to like mentally ill women. And I am also to like women who have pus blowing out of their faces like a volcano. Is that correct? That's pretty much it, Aaron. Yeah. You know what's funny is like that is as far as they can take the socialism and the Marxism. 
Like you can, <clears throat> you could confiscate wealth, you can tax income, but that's not enough for these people because that's only money. And the most important thing in life is other humans, specifically the time they spend with you. And that's really where they'll never be able to win because you cannot force a good-looking guy to fuck a pizza face, gray pubic-haired, pruny-titted, fat old woman. You just can't. It's not going to happen. And they're going to they're gonna fine, fine. Hang on, let's look this up. Do you have like any words I can search? I gotta I gotta see what. Uh, video I, I don't have his thing. Hey, it, the- might, it, might, it might be. It might, he might have linked it in his. Uh, Acne protected class. Okay, it's it's not coming up. Don't worry, I'm sure after a while it'll become the newest trending thing. Uh, what I like to do with the news, because the news is, <clears throat> it's painful. It's pointless. I always like to look at who wrote it. I don't know if you guys heard me ripping apart the the guy who wrote that article about the smile cat call. And then you look at him and the website he writes for, like it's a professional website and it doesn't even rank above my blog. Yeah. Um, in other words, like yeah, he probably paid them to publish his. Right. Work. Oh, no, he's definitely doing free work. I, I just want to point out that th- this is coming from nobody's at nobody publications. And they're, they're just desperately grasping for straws to still get a real job. Hey, John, look at how many uh, super chats we got here. Oh, oh, yeah, we got another one. Uh, hold on. Uh, five bucks from uh, – hold on a second. I got my glasses on. Uh, Bacon uh, uh, Matildo. Uh, a Googled hottest women today. Uh, uh, Amelia Clark showed up as number one on uh, Trendsetter. I don't trust it. Ashley Graham showed up as number three. Ew. Hang on. Let me look. Amilda – as long as Tess Am- Amelia, Amelia Clark. With Amelia. E M I L. Amelia Clark tattoo is the number two search. What the hell? There's no Tess Holiday on that list. Just please tell me that one didn't make it. I mean, God Almighty, she got the smiling horse face of that gal from uh, Sex in the City. <laughs> oh yeah, what's that chick's name? I never found her attractive. Even K- back Carrie in the Hatcher. Carrie. Uh, Sarah no, Jessica no. Parker. Yeah, Sarah, Sarah Jessica, Jessica Parker. Even in the '90s, she was ugly. Who, uh, Chad? Who did you say? T- Tess? Who? So Tess Roosh and some others were talking about this. Tess Holiday is that really, really, really fat model that is famous, <laughs> and they showed a picture of her eating a big piece of cake that she was on the. <laughs> oh, that was gross. Man. I'm looking at it now, yeah. this is hilarious. No, that was ugly, man. That was nasty. Disgusting, yeah. But she's showing up on these lists because I've been Googling them too, and I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Well, let's take a look. Here's Tess Holiday's. Oh, no, that's Instagram. <clears throat> she has 1.7 million followers. She was on Cosmopolitan's. She's got Cover. tattoos all over. Dude, the women in the women's magazine industries and, and Target, they are they are so smart. They are moving so fast to capitalize on on this on the fat women in this country. Here, Tess Holiday. Let's see how many followers she's got. She has 83,000 followers. That's 12 times more than I do. And how much you want to bet it's all women that follow her? Yeah. Well, oh, you my gain, God. Though, gain 200 Christ. pounds and eat a cake of yourself. And okay, here, here's a picture. She has a bra on because her boobs would show. But she is so fat that the fat covers her hoo-ha that she doesn't ne- need to wear panties. So it's like the Peter Griffin thing. Uh she yeah. has a kid too. Isn't that scary? 
Well, was it back in the day when you could access the Holy Grail, or did they have to bring <laughs> some heavy moving equipment? To... That was that was like a, a giant turkey base to going on there. I mean, what man would inseminate that? Ah. Oh, dude, it's there's thirsty people out there. There's thirsty people. I um. Well, that's the other thing, though. You, you're like optimistic about this, Aaron. I don't know if I am because the thirst is bad. What? No, I'm saying there's thirsty people. How am I optimistic about it? When have you ever gotten optimism from me? <laughs> no, you <laughs> Did Bizarro World come in and like evil Cappy, which would be happy good Cappy, who is nice and a contributor? Did some asshole come in and like Eric make it Corey? Seem like it was- <laughs> Eric Corey. <laughs> no, I, I meant it like you, you were talking about the invisible hand of capitalism will, will correct this. That's what I meant by. Like, optimism what's no no what's what's going to happen here and but this is good because i'm a misanthrope and i'm about equilibrium and universal justice the hand of capitalism is coming in with these women magazines lying to women that this is good and celebrated because what is going to happen in the real world what will realistically happen to these women is they will have worse health they will have more health problems. They will incur more health expenses. They will have a lesser enjoyment of life, and they're going to die earlier. Additionally, no matter what women say, and I'm sick and tired of them saying it because I learned very early, you never listen to what they say. It's almost the opposite of what they say. Women want a man, and they want to get married, and they want to have kids. Most of them do. The, the desire, though, the amount of effort, the intimidation of what's required to get a man, which means you don't stuff your face, you occasionally go for a walk, and you occasionally do something. That is too much labor and effort. And so they are desperately looking to try and find some kind of vindication or excuse that says, you don't have to do that. You're perfectly the way you are. And the Democrat Party, feminism, women's magazines, women in general are all rushing in to give them the excuse that big is beautiful, you can be fat, you go, girl, plus size models, target, whatever. And all these people are doing is capitalizing on these women's laziness and, and sloth. And they're going to ruin these women's lives. None of these girls are going to be married. And if they are, they're going to be unhappily married. They're not going to have any good sex lives. Their children are going to be fucked up. This is assuming they even get married. And most of them are going to piss away their lives being fat and ugly and unmentionable. There will not be one achievement. Not one ounce of production, not one accomplishment that they will die and leave any kind of legacy to this world. And these, the free market is capitalized. You want to be light? This is why I want to go and lie more. This is why I want to tell such juicy lies. And it's not only to make the money because I'm going to make more money than telling the truth. I want to ruin sheep's lives. I want to ruin their lives. I want some of this sweet, sweet money by ruining their lives and telling them what they want to hear and pushing down the, uh, the road to ruin. Because the fuck of telling the truth, especially to women, where I, I hate to be uh, 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 focusing on women, but man, women really want to be lied to. I've never seen a group of people that wanted to be lied to more than women. Amen, brother. I, I, I can't disagree with anything you said. So you go, girl. You Big is beautiful. You don't have to pay taxes. That's other people's money. Men, men, oh, they're shallow. Hell, men smiling is evil. Oh, no, I'm sorry. How does it go? Men asking you to smile is is harassment and catcalling. That's... (laughs) 
Uh, you know, I missed the, that beginning part of the show. How, how, how did that work out? That was a movie where someone said she should smile and that became a, a, a new outrage? No, no. Um, how was it? Uh, the, the movie Captain Marvel, if you watch the trailer, it's very average. Um, it doesn't seem like that good of a movie. It also has the rah-rah feminism. It's, it's, it's painfully obvious. But more, what really stands out is the actress, she has permanent resting bitch face. She is not smiling at all. She just looks pissed off through the whole movie. Look up any picture, and even, even if she is smiling, it's kind of the, hey, I'll only crush one of your nuts smile. You know, is that Brie Larson? Is that who they're talking about? Brie Larson is the actress, yes. Now, keep yeah. in mind, it could be, you know, that's the character she's supposed to play, very serious, you know, saving the world. But people were... Um, joking about how she just isn't smiling. And now I think, tur- well, turd not now, turd monkey uh, photoshopped smiles on her face. And that then sent triggering the sect of feminists, male included, who brought back the smile cat call. And I had no idea this thing existed. And it is when you ask a girl like, oh, you should smile more or like, yeah, you know, there's a pretty girl in there. Oh, maybe you should smile. Apparently, that's a thing. That's been a thing for years. And it's it's harassment. It's sexism because you're not considering how the woman feels. You're asking her to smile for your own pleasure or enjoyment. Well, God forbid we, a man should ever do that. Nothing should be about our pleasure or enjoyment. Right. Or it's just like, God, she looks angry. I hope she's all right. Maybe I'll try and cheer her up because I've done that before. I'm like, hey, you all right? Maybe you should smile. And and it's apparently that's sexism now. And that sect, that segment of the interwebs has gotten their, their tits in a bundle, both male and female. And, and it, again, for me, it's just more proof that it's like, yeah, I'm – I only got 35 years left on this planet. I really don't give a fuck what happens to you. <laughs> uh, Bacon sends five bucks. He goes, uh, This is just, great. I, it was a very prof. Chad, we got to have you on more often. We get the super chat. Yeah, yeah Chad, you're, you're, all about, you're all about the money, man. Well, that makes sense. You're an accountant. Yeah, uh, well, where's my cut then? Huh? Yeah, you haven't hey. answered any questions. Yeah. No one yeah, said Actually, any I got an accounting well, question. No that many. Yeah, what's up? Well, hold on. I got I to gotta read Bacon's uh, super chat. Uh, hold on. Uh, uh, Bacon says, uh, just, just to anger everyone, Kate Upton and Megan Markle somehow rank above Emily Red, Reg, uh, Rajkowski on the list. Yeah. What did females put together this list? Is it from a female source? I, I almost guarantee you that's what it is. Uh, he doesn't say what the, I, I guess he just Googled it. Um, well, Kate Upton, Kate Upton, uh, well, Kate Upton's good looking. I'm not sure who Megan Markle is. I don't know. You know who is okay. <clears throat> my all-time favorite is Sophia Loren. I mean, we're talking in their prime. Yeah, but you're we're go, yeah going. But yeah, you're like me though. You're going back to the classics, right? We're going back to the classics when people were superior and women were hot. But you know who is a really close second and would just look like she'd be so much fun in the sack. You got to narrow it down, buddy. I mean, uh, uh, classic, classic. I'll give you a hint. She starred with Elvis Presley in a movie. Um. Uh, she also co-starred with Sophia Loren in a movie. Recent, relatively recent. It's not Anne Margaret, is it? Anne Margaret. Oh, yeah. Oh, Margaret. oh those giant gazongas. Oh, I, oh, I would break her in half. Oh, my 
God, the things I would do to that woman when she was in her twenties. Um, yeah, she, you know just, she actually, um, you could even see her like, uh, there was a movie in the seventies, uh, you know, we're not even going way back in the day called, uh, Cardinal knowledge with, uh, Jack Nicholson. Okay. Uh, and she's in that. You probably never saw the movie, uh, just, Car- Cardinal knowledge. And, uh, she's in that and man, she's, and she's not, you know, she's no spring chicken, but she held up well. And, yeah, uh, she's, oh my God. Even this picture here looks like the late seventies, kind of like the dynasty era. She still looks hot. She's got to be about 38, 40 in this one. Oh, no, she's probably older than that there. Oh, man. You look and, oh, look at her bazooms. Holy yeah, she's a giant bazoomers, man. <laughs> Dude, yeah, talk about. Real. This, is, this is pre-silicone. Oh, you talk about the guns of Navarone. She's got them. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, you boys. And the thing is, like, even when she was younger, she had that cute girl look. Like, you could, I'm not, again, I'm not all about the the 18-year-old girl, but you could kind of see it's like, yeah, I could fall in love with that if I was 20. I could. God dang. Look at the hair on this gal. Just the hair. Something as simple as hair. Woo. Yeah, she doesn't have one side of it shaved and the rest colored. Uh, colored no, parrot no color. hang on. You know what? Let me Let me get, there we go. Hang on. I'm going to text this to you guys. I don't know how to, I don't know how to put this up. Well, maybe I should use this as an experiment. Is there a way to put something up on the chat? Yeah, you got to go to the control panel. Uh, I can't do it. Control I can't panel. show you. Settings? No, I don't want to do settings. Uh, camera screen share? Yeah, you so you put it up on your thing and then screen share it. I put it up on my thing. Your entire screen share. You open it up in a, you know, whatever your viewer program is, and you just screen share. Okay, hang on. Here's Aunt Margaret. Does everybody see that? No. No? I kind of screwed it up. God damn it. I'm going to tell you. There it is. There it is. You You saw it? Okay. No, it's there. Um, Yeah. And, wow, okay. We almost see the boobies. Um, uh, I'm just saying the, the face and the look and the naturalness. I mean, that's not her gussied up or anything like that yeah so anyway this is uh this is why like uh gen xers can't watch porn because it's all this fake thing this this is what you know we this is what if if gen xers have to fap this is what we fap to (laughs) i'm trying to think i yeah probably yeah it would have to be that well, because you can't, you can't, the, the stuff now is like, you know, the, this chick who has, you know, uh, fake tits and she's got like, you know, three gorillas in one orifice at a time. Yeah, pierced yeah. nose. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't. Yeah, and like me. tattoos and, you know, uh, the, the other thing that, you know, who told, who convinced women it was a good idea to get a tattoo across your chest? Women. Other women, I presume. I mean, that is the most unattractive thing ever. I mean, I, I, I mean, that is the ultimate deal breaker. Okay, um, Chad, since we have you here, if anyone has any accounting or tax questions, ask Chad. You got to do a super chat and give me money. Chad makes no money in return. It all goes to me because Chad's a nice guy. Ah, socialism, socialism at its finest. I love it. <laughs> well, Chad, I, I do. Actually, I have a question. You know, you know that line where it says other unearned income? Is it line 21 on page one of the 1040? <laughs> well, it's like other unearned income. Now, so it, how are they defining income? Like if I find a hundred dollar bill, like, is that considered income? Cause I, I mean, I didn't earn it. So it's like unearned, but is it still? No, no because 
the only thing we're concerned about is if the IRS is going to get any paperwork that shows that you got that hundred dollar bill. So, you know, if there's none of that, then why would you report it? Oh, okay. I just meant like legally. Is that what they mean though? Like I would be like, technically that's what they were trying to do is like get me to report money that, you know, I didn't earn, but I somehow got some other way is considered other. Yeah. I know there's like interest income and there's, you know, there's like all this passive income. It's like if somebody earns a prize, but there's no paperwork associated with it, they, people want you, the IRS wants you to put that on there, but do you really think anybody does? <laughs> I, mean, if they I can't don't know. I, I was just curious like what they meant by that, because I was just wondering, does anyone actually fill that in? Because I was always curious about that. Like, who would do that? Really nobody. I've had some paranoid older people that are like, oh, I just, I feel like I should put that hundred and thirty two dollar lottery ticket that I want on there and I'm like, all right, if you really want. <laughs> of course you're allowed to write off any lottery tickets you spent where you lost money, but they wouldn't listen to me. So I was like, all right, I'll put it on there. Chad, I, I have a question. Yeah. Uh say I'm a female. Okay. So I'm a female. So I'm a female. I'm a girl. And um I care about social justice issues and I'm from San Francisco. And I always talk like I'm asking a question. Now, I majored in child psychology because I wanted to change lives and help children. So, And since I'm a female and, and I'm a teacher, um, do I have to pay taxes? That depends. <laughs> You'd have to show me your tits first. Do you really want to see a San Franciscan woman who major in child psychology or child education, her tits? Do you really? No, but, you know, we have to make sure that um, – you know, we have to do a thorough examination of her questions so I can right. give her a good answer, you know. Are you getting any hot chick uh, clients? And, like, you got you to gotta keep that line. Like, you can't violate. You're like, it's like a doctor. You can't, you can't bang your, your clients. There's been a couple. Of, did I, I might have already talked about this with you either privately or on a, on a prior podcast where I've been on. I've got a couple of, like, porn stars, like camera whores. What? Clients. I never told you that. Dude, I would have remembered you saying you have porn stars as clients. <laughs> Pretty sure I would have remembered that story. Oh, you, you talk about people who are reckless with money and don't know anything and basically just the most irresponsible ever. Like that, that they are interesting. And one of them even gave me the website she's on and then showed me her name. And I'm just like, my goodness. And they make a ton of money, man. I don't know. Well, yeah, I'm curious. How much money do these chicks actually? I always wondered about that because Aaron, remember you talked about like the most brilliant business idea was uh, chat. Uh, I don't know if I'm not chatterbait or something like that. Chatterbait. Uh, no, that's answer. the the website. But yeah, where the gals they have their own. Um, they got their own channel on the site, and but you don't have to. Do, whoever came up with the idea doesn't have to do any of the work, right? To get all these other people to do the work, and they get a. You know, it's like PayPal, but for porn. Well, what I mean, what do what do they make there, Chad? I mean, on average, I mean, I, I'm sure it's tied to how good looking they are. But I mean, we're talking. You said they make tons of money. Well, I, I only have a couple of them, but one of them makes north of six figures, and it's because all she does is sit in her apartment, and this is interactive work. Like she explained it to me, and I even checked it out myself out of. For only for pure professional reasons, reasons. Yeah. right? Sure. Yeah. I need to know what we could write off, of course. And so, guys will pay her, you know, a certain amount of money, like tokens. They buy them, and she has to do well. She'll do whatever they ask her to do, but she's getting all these tokens, which count as money. 
And that shit like adds up if you're doing this through over the course of a year and you get 1099. I mean, I was shocked at how much money she was making. And she doesn't have to like, she doesn't have a commute. She's doing this out of her house. At all hours of the night. Like she does it from like midnight to five or 6 a.m. Because apparently people all around the world are, are participating in these. Well, it's, it's, it's on the internet. I mean, you're, you're, there's somebody up at some time. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but I mean, I, does it, do I even have to tell you the type of mental problems this girl has? It's no, we, we know a person in common who has some mental problems. Uh, and we know, uh, her lifestyle or profession is somewhat similar. And, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. And I, and I feel very bad and, and see, I kind of, Two people I, in common, Aaron. <laughs> we know two people in common. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can we can clear that up later. All right. No, I was about to say yeah, off air, guys. Off I, yeah. only, I only know one, but There's I kind two. of I faced this this quandary or this problem because and John, you and I talked about this when Ann was you know she was gonna we were shocked at how much used panties go for online and i'm like dude i can't pay people to take my fucking used boxers but women i guess can sell them for 30 or 60 dollars a shot so we were talking about um you know like how women have it just so much easier like if you want to make money the number one commodity in the world is young beauty and sex or young female beauty and sex correct and if we were we just make all this cash and so when it comes to giving young ladies advice, the paradox I face is just like, look, okay, if it was me, you want to be that gal that back in the day was a stripper and paid her way through law school and became a very successful lawyer. Or you want to be that stripper, you know, who, who got all of her money and went to med school with it or became a dentist. Uh, I still think if women have a sharp and iron mind, they can do that. But most of them can't because, as you said, Chad, they end up just getting fucked in the head. I mean, it's and like and as you pointed out, I'm, I bet they don't have a 401k or IRA. This money is out the window somewhere, right? Oh, she doesn't have a dime. And remember, she's getting 1099. So she has to pay taxes on this income. Like, right. you know, there's no with, withholding. So she's in a world of trouble. And I'm just like, look, you know, you're just going to have to get back on there. Make all this money from these. Chad the, Chad the pimp, <laughs> bitch, get your ass back over on that cell phone. And you go look up some I mean, I felt bad I don't get anything from it, and I felt bad saying it. But I mean, she doesn't have any other skills. She did get a college degree, but it was in the liberal arts. So, of course, what's she gonna do? Well, that's that's the problem I face with. Um, I have had similar clients to that within the field, ever so generally speaking. And what's, what's sad is with a lot of them now, I'm like, you're pushing 40. You, you have one last shot to build up some kind of treasure chest here and not piss it away on drugs, not piss it away on partying and booze. And you better say you got to come up with a budget. And at, thank God I get paid up front because I know, I just know that once they leave, it's going to go back up their nose. It's going to go back into their liver and, and they're going to be in the exact same situation. But if you are a smart girl and you can pull it off and you can somehow resist the psychological damage that comes from it, fucking Christ. I, dude, I'll go fucking wing my wing wang over on the internet for a quarter million dollars a year. You'll never fucking see me again. I'll make my money. I'll go home and get damn right. I'm going to save it. 
well, you know, Aaron, I was thinking like a lot of it might not be like, you know, booze or drugs. A lot of these, um, Chad might be able to speak to this. A lot of it might be like, you know, uh, like Pravda shoes or handbags or, you know, that kind of thing. That's exactly what it is. They take trips. They, they, they buy it on all sorts of things that don't have any actual return, you know, going out to eat at $200, $300 a meal restaurants. I'm like, at least get some sucker of a guy to pay that for you, you know, if you're going to do that. Dude, if I was a good-looking gal, I would not be paying for a goddamn thing. If I had my brain and I look like Anne Margaret, I'd be a billionaire. I would be a billionaire in about three years. I wouldn't have even had to raise my own money. I wouldn't have paid for a goddamn date. I would just had free billion dollars just given to me easily just by flashing my boobies around a little bit. Well, that's some of them try to do that. I mean, truth be told, I don't know how this one I'm talking about in particular was able to blow all that money. I really don't. I'm not I'm not sure what happened. It's it's strange. Usually it goes in the drugs or something else. There's there's um, I do remember we work security. Uh, sometimes you do bouncer security at uh, strip clubs um, and I never worked it. But there's like, oh, my God, you go in the back and there's just lines of coke and they're all it. it Drugs and stripping almost come hand in hand. I would also assume probably with with uh, prostitution. Well, I mean, I dated a stripper, um, you know, back in my rock star twenties. But a lot of the uh, even the, even the drugs they don't pay for, um, you know, unless the one you know, except the ones that really get strung out on it. But uh, pretty much, it's it's the guys that are providing the drugs for them. So I really don't know where the money. I think it's kind of to be honest. I think it's. It sounds hard to believe, but women can be so frivolous with their spending, like on things like I'm talking about, like, you know, ridiculous amounts going out to eat and spending on dresses and shoes and hair. Wait, 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 Sean. You're saying women are frivolous with money? <laughs> what? <laughs> are, are you? I thought they were the financial masterminds of the Western world. I thought that's why they have the highest income per capita and the highest wealth. Oh, if only you two could see what I see on an every year with certain clients of mine when it comes to this. I wish I could talk more about it, but man. Hey, Chad, I got an idea. You ever think about doing like a confessional, but you change the names and numbers and, you know, the story would be the same. But you would change identifying information and you call it CPS uh, to, confidential to protect, to protect, or something? Yeah, to protect the guilty. Well, do you think anybody would actually be interested in that? Maybe. I mean, you market it the right way. Um, I know like taxi cab drivers, they will uh, – some blogs or some books, you know, they, they – just because it's a, it's a very interesting perspective and vantage point you have on human nature and human society. I mean, you got the numerical, historical – representation of what their lives were like and what's crazy is that it, when you do somebody's taxes you pretty much know everything about their lives so um yeah i wish if may, maybe someday i don't know maybe you can help me with that well what i've been doing is some of the more interesting asshole consulting requests i've put in a <clears throat> subfolder called book and you know i am no don't worry anybody who's like been a client of asshole consulting i'm going to change everything so but the story or the Moral of the lesson will still stay the same because it's the story that's interesting, not names or times or locations. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, it will slowly build up. I'm not going to write it anytime soon. It might be, you know, 20, 30 years from now. But I would say, if, you know, especially being there as an accountant, yeah, you got to have some great insight into these people's lives and, and, and be able to draw some interesting uh, observations and parallels. 
I've got a bunch. I just have to be careful about what I say. You know, it can't be obvious who I'm talking about. Because even when you change details, people have unique situations where it's like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. So, what yeah I, I, there might be some professional things you'd have to worry about. But I think like Aaron has a right idea. Like, wait, you know, if enough time passes and you can use like amalgamations of people, um, yeah, I think you'd be pretty safe. Yeah. One thing yeah. I do is um, I always change the genders. Like when I wrote my book behind the housing crash, I made, I did other things to change, but I switched genders. I switched names. I switched numbers. Um, I even switched type of business style. Uh, so it's, it's not traceable. Um, but yeah, I mean, but the story still held the same inadequate collateral, cor- corrupt bankers, corrupt lenders, corrupt real estate, a theft, the horse farms. I did keep, I did keep that. Cause I hate horses. I just hate horses. I yeah, well, nobody would believe me if I said I had a male camera whore that was making that much money. <laughs> well, no, what, what about the, the gay the gay thing, right? I mean, it's like, <laughs> Even then. You know, I mean, well, well Aaron, did you, did you have a, a gay uh, or a semi-gay experience? Well, not, I mean. Experience. Like, no, 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 no. And I'm not saying that. I, when you struck out at, at uh, when you first went to college, you, got, you were all excited. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, well, no, then, I. Well, when I was younger, I got hit on by gay guys all the time. And you know what? I don't hate gay men and think it's sexist or oppressive. Uh, but yeah, my first night out in Minneapolis, I went to this nightclub called First Avenue. And keep in mind, I was a senior in high school and I was really good. Actually, I dated a lot when I was in high school. So I was pretty good with women. And so I'm thinking I'm going to slate and kill it. But classical example, your environment changes. And I just felt, I mean, I was just striking out nothing, just getting shot down left and right. So I was kind of down. And so I asked the guy where the bus was to go back to the U of M campus. He says, oh, you got to go to fourth and Hennepin. And that's right where the gay nineties was. And in the five minutes or so I sat waiting for the bus, I got hit on and catcalled <laughs> by at least a dozen guys, some of which were not too smooth in their eloquency. It was, uh, and you know, and unlike a whiny fucking American bitch, I just took it and shook my head like, God dang <laughs> Some days, some days aren't going to be good days. And I wrote to my congressman and said, we should cut off all the dicks of mean, mean nasty gay men because they made me feel bad on 4th and Hennepin. But the question everybody wants to know, Aaron, were, were you tempted? No, because I was, I was 18. I was truly naive. I won't lie to you. Me and my friends had this conversation. Now, the, the price has changed a little bit. But when you were like, I don't know, college and desperate and starving – we're like, oh, yeah, well, how much would you suck a dick for? And like, I wouldn't do that in a million years. And then you start sitting, you think about, wait a minute, wait a minute. How many millions of dollars? <laughs> hey, how I'm, much not gay, I'm not gay, but 20 bucks is 20 bucks. Yeah. Well, no, it'd have to be more than 20 bucks. But I think like back in the day, it was like, okay, half a million, half a million. I'd suck a dick, whatever. And now someone's going to go run with this. Oh, Heracles, it half a million. And you think about it, you'd never have to work again. You know, if you invested it right, you didn't snort it up your nose. Well, a lot back, of people- back in our day, when we were 18, half a million dollars. Oh, half a, yeah. Like the fucking Powerball, man. Dude, <laughs> fucking, you, you think about it. Okay, so five, ten minutes work max. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, and I was getting paid six ninety an hour. I go work a 16-hour shift in fucking minus 30-degree weather, snow blowing and blistering and all that other shit. And I come home after taxes with what? 70 bucks <laughs> you say for seven minutes all i gotta do is this disgusting thing and i get half a million fuck you i'm gay for those five minutes there's a winston churchill story you know that one where he's arguing with the woman about 
paying for sex. You guys heard that one? <laughs> no, I heard the one about him being drunk, though. But what, what about paying for sex? So he's talking to some lady, and he's just like, hey, if I gave you $25, uh, can I have sex with you or something like that? He's like, well, no, heavens no. How dare you? And then he's like, okay, well, what if I gave you a million pounds or whatever? And then she, like, thinks it over a little bit, and she's like, well, what do you think I'm some kind of whore? And he's like, well, the fact that you're thinking it over already establishes that you are. We're merely just negotiating the price. <laughs> I don't know if that was Winston Churchill. No, but yeah, I, I, I think it, he, he had another great line where a woman said to him, like, uh, you know, he said something offensive to her. He, he had these great lines. He was famous for it, actually. And she said, well, if you were my husband, I'd kill you. And he says, madam, if I was your husband, I'd kill myself. <laughs> Yeah, I think I botched that. But yeah, I think it was Churchill that did that whole thing. Uh, yeah. You could look him up. He was really he had these really good quips, but he wasn't he was he was a uh, a notorious alcoholic. Yeah, good for him. I don't I, you got to have a vice. I don't trust anybody that doesn't have a vice. I don't trust these people that are super clean. Like I was <clears throat> I was at a, an event, let's just say in South Dakota. And it was for this nonprofit thing. And up comes fucking Dudley Do-Right, and he's he's doing this nonprofit thing, and he's working, and we're here to help out the gym. Now we're going to raise money for this, and I don't know, and we're here to help out, da, da, da. And I'm just like, like, danger, all the warning signs are going off in my head. I'm like, you know, danger, Will Robbins. I'm like, this guy is scum. This guy, there is something bad about this guy because he's just too damn good. He all he 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 mentioned we were there for a charitable function, just one charitable function. But then he talked about three other charities they was working for, and they're going to help the veterans. They're going to help the children. They're going to help this. They're going to help that. And I'm like, okay, fine. Those are all noble. What the fuck are you doing? Spending you know this is a thirty hour a week commitment, and I'm looking at him like, no, nobody's this nice without an ulterior motive. Nobody is this charitable or good, and. Um, yeah, I, like I said, you give me an alcoholic, you give me a drug addict, you give me a, a whore, you give me a prostitute, you give me a gay guy blowing people in the air, you give me give me a sinner, I'll trust them. But these fucking perfectly squeaky clean goody two-shoes, I don't trust them as far as I can throw them. No, well, yeah, I believe that I don't trust a man who has no vices. I don't think I know anyone like that. <laughs> yeah, but, I know. Know, a lot of people pretend they don't. You know, that's like the uh, the whole thing about the uh, Christian pastors that are secretly, you know, uh, homosexual meth addicts. You know, no, they just bang other constituents' wives or congreg- congregants' wives. That's all they do. <laughs> Dude, do you know how much past? Like, not not the priest. Priest got preacher preacher boys for that. But do you know how much uh, pastors get laid or get women? No, I should say get laid, but get women <laughs> themselves at them. Uh, a lot. I mean, that, that, that's a famous line from, uh, uh, well, the, the the book or movie that you never watched or read, uh, Gettysburg. You know, that's why women always fall in love with pastors. You know? um, General Longstreet said that to uh, the British uh, emissary. Oh, I I did. I saw the movie long ago, but um, no, you're up there. You're you're a leader. You're in front of everybody. You got your yeah, yeah, stat- it goes back to status, Aaron. You know, the whole idea of, you know, hypergamy and status and, mm-hmm. you know, you're. Are, are you- oh, yeah. No, you got you got plenty. I mean, all right. Let's go into the chat room, see if there's anything left. <clears throat> uh, That's the last super chat we got. Dang it. No questions for chat. I was hoping to get like some free money off of chat. Mm, some other time. You got to market it better. 
John, that's the only reason we brought him in here was people would ask accounting <laughs> questions and get make money off of Chad. Today was make money off of Chad day. I brought myself in here because you guys were making fun of me. So I, w- I was not making fun of you, Chad. Yeah, John yeah, was a pure clearly. saint. He was just sitting there. I, no, I like Chad. <laughs> Chad has an admirable profession. All right, he teaches people how to not pay the government more money than they have to without going to jail. Trust me, that we need more people like that. Well, thank you. I don't know if I teach them. I just kind of try to make it happen despite their hypocrisy. Well, yeah, you're, 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 you're uh, as our uh, acquaintance of Beckluff would say, you're doing the Lord's work. <laughs> nice. Okay, um, I'm going to go through the rest of what sponsors I have here. Uh, Orionscoldfire.com, check that out if you guys want to look for something new to read. And if you want to check out some really cool photography, kind of a blog, political slash photography blog, check that out. Orionscoldfire.com. We got my books. You guys all know the books. <clears throat> Go to Amazon.com, search Aaron Clary. You'll find them. I know most people here will very about them. Like, like the video. Like and subscribe. It helps with uh, the algorithm and the statistics and the software. We get more advertising money, blah, blah, blah. You and share to- it. Too. And you can also share it, guys. You share it, too. Yeah, that's, that's the way it, it gets shared on for that what else do we have if you feel charitable we have a patreon account there's a paypal account but the best way if you really want to help out the old capmeister and make it so i never have to work a real job ever again is go through my amazon affiliate program and do your all your amazon shopping through there go to olderbrother.com slash donate you'll see the three ways you can give money to me okay the two ways you can give money to me and get nothing in return which i don't understand why you would but some people want to donate and feel charitable that's fine but then there's the Amazon affiliate link there. Always go there. It is a hot a habit. It's not me asking. I know a lot of you are like, oh, my God, I forgot to do that. Don't blow $5,000. Say, oh, dang, if I had only remembered, go there first. Click on the link, then do your shopping, and that's all you have to do. There seems to be some confusion on two things. They think, well, do I have to sign in? or No, you don't. You just go to the link, you click on it. It takes you to the Amazon site, and Amazon knows that you you came from my place, and anything you buy during that browsing session, I get a 6 to 7% cut. Also, I don't know your names or what you buy. A lot of people are like, well, are you going to be able to look up what I buy? I'm like, no. So you can buy rhino horn dildos for all I care. It's not going to matter. I don't know. I mean, I can see what is bought, but it doesn't say who or anything. So that is all kept private and anonymous. Uh, you can buy whatever you want. Uh, it is uh, – I do not uh, – Mention or say, oh, Steve in Albuquerque, New Mexico, but uh, am I gay? The story of asking if you're gay or not. Um, that's it. Uh, anything else for you? Why don't you guys shout out your stuff so that uh, for your hey, kind of Go out. ahead. Tell, tell us. Tell, tell, uh, shout your stuff first, buddy. Tell all the prostitutes and whores we do accounting for, for barter. Yeah, I was going to say, we don't always have to settle everything in cash. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm at uh, elkincpa.com. I've got a new tax guide coming out in a couple weeks. We're just putting the finishing. My dad and I are just putting the finishing touches on it. So that'll be up on Amazon. And, um, yeah, that's really all for now. Um, that tax guide, uh, is it, it's going to be the 2018 comprehensive the Elkins comprehensive tax guide. Yeah, we put as much of the tax reform in there as we could. I mean, we still don't even have all the regulations yet from the IRS on that, but it'll be especially helpful this year compared to prior years. So, yeah, that'll be up there soon. What um, 
I know you you and I know a Chicago cop. We won't mention his name because we'd like him to be reliably employed and not embarrassed. But how many um, Chicago cops do you have to hire when that comes out to keep all the women away from mobbing you when you come out with the comprehensive tax cut? I mean, you and your old man must have to beat the women away with the stick when that book comes out every year. <laughs> well, see, we need that anyway, just because they can see what we look like on the internet. So, you know, tax guide or no tax guide, we have to protect ourselves um, from the hordes. Yeah. No, it's think- tough being a, a sexy accountant. It's it, the sexy CP. It's horrible. And you know, what's really sad, especially for a, a pure professional like yourself, you always got to wonder, there's always going to be that doubt. Are these girls hiring me for my tax ability? Are they hiring me because of my looks? And I know, I know that's got to really gnaw at you since you take your CPA professional uh, professionship really seriously. Well, you've seen my office, and like you say, I just have to turn it into those neo noir, you know, forties and fifties uh, movies, and then I can create my own little environment for for these women. So, yeah, it's a cool office. It is a cool. It it is that nineteen forties film noir. Uh, oh, yeah, it, it sounds something out of a T.J. Martinell novel. Anyway, $2 Super Chat from El or, uh, God, El Orgulano del Jalisco 2, $2. We got, a, we got a lot of Hispanics with names us uh, Westerners can't pronounce here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe it's just me. Too early in the morning. Oh, no, too early in the afternoon for me here. Uh, t- he's $2. He says, long live Herr Cleary. Correct. Yes. Das ist Vertag. Oh, that reminds me. We got to get Florian. Uh, in here, I like having Florian on, but I always keep forgetting to invite. You guys know Florian? He's on um, a Bernard show, Chapin's show, occasionally, regularly. Is he, is he German? He's German. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, I do know that guy. Yeah, very intelligent. Yeah, yeah, very insightful, very intelligent, and um, and uh, <clears throat> unto himself. But then when he has that accent, you're just kind of like, oh, wow, he's he's really intelligent. You know, he's, he's really intelligent, even, but. No, I really, I really like Florian. I should have him on. Get him on one of these days. Oh yeah, but by the way, there's a there's a bunch of weird drama apparently that happened between Bernard Chapin and Rock and Mister E. Oh, there's always, I yeah. I, I mean, it was weird. I was like, why? Well, I didn't, uh, you know, I had to contact someone. I won't say who to to because I didn't want to watch all the videos to try to figure it out because they were, you know. Anyway, I will I will tip my hat to Bernard. He put a wig on, like this long, black-haired, moppy wig to look like Rocking Mystery. <laughs> oh, I missed that one. Yeah, it was pretty funny. I mean, I st- even though I, I, I've had my falling out with Bernard and I don't really deal with him, uh, I do like the show. It is a good show. And I really like, uh, more recently, he's been going on documenting the atrocities the Nazis did against the Jews because there's all these Holocaust. Oh, it's, not like it's not like we don't have enough of that already. No, no, but I, it was just, it was just kind of interesting, the document and the history and all that. So it's kind of like, I, I tuned into that, but uh, yeah, the, I don't, the drama is pure entertainment. Like when Davis and uh, Beckloff reenacted the 30 years war in like 30 <laughs> days. Dude, they're still fighting it. Man. Are they still fight? Good Christ. <laughs> Of all the time, I got more important shit to do to piss away with. It's oh. well, well. Speaking of that, I I can plug my stuff, Aaron. Is that okay? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, knock yourself. Yeah, off. okay. John Stilchow. I just did uh, went up a couple hours ago. I uh, was with uh, just me and Matt Forney, and the title of the show was called "The Utility of Religion." Very interesting. Okay. Yeah, no, I think I think you know uh, uh, Matt is a you know a Christian Catholic. I'm not. And we just, uh, you know, we talked about different religions and, uh, you know, went in all different directions, but kind of like, what is a, 
you know, the kind of the purpose of it, you know, like, it was, what, what? let me ask you this. The conversation was constructive and practical. I'd imagine, even though you guys defer on religion. Yeah. I, I'd like to think so. I hope so. I hope okay. people got out of it. Of course, like, you know, people who are very, uh, very devout of a certain religious faith, they're going to take exception to things because, you know, that's, you know, like, cause I'm not a Christian. If someone is, if I say, well, like maybe Christianity, like has certain tenets and adherence that are, you know, very good things, but you don't necessarily have to believe in the divinity of Jesus. All of a sudden, then you lose them. You know what I yeah, mean? But yeah, no, it, it's, it, it, that's, that's why I couldn't listen to the 30 days of war. Um, <laughs> it, it was, it was just so like, you know what, don't you guys kind of, isn't the key thing that the guy nailed to the plank of wood saved you? It is when both. Okay. I think yeah, no, no, could, okay. Okay. War's over. Now it's okay. over. <laughs> Stop killing each other. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, what was your mythos, uh, video about? I downloaded that cause you rarely put to put, put together videos. I was like, Oh good. Steel came up. What was the mythos video oh. about? Well, Mythos was pretty much uh, that was kind of uh, very pagan esque, and we it was it was very esoteric. It was more talking about uh, common themes in paganism and the idea of you know a kind of Carl Jungian esque. Um, I don't know if you have any interest in that, Aaron, but like the idea that perhaps um, religion is not necess- not simply just a matter of faith, but it's also like kind of mildly hardwired into your DNA possibly a little bit. I um agree with it 100%. I'm going to write two posts why men cannot live without vice and why men cannot live without religion. I have all these great posts I want to write but just just this asshole consulting has been a blessing and a curse because I got all these great posts building up. I just don't have the time to write them. Um well, I got to say, you're a fucking machine with the amount of videos you put out. Fucking hey, man. Oh, dude, I don't have and, – and then there's writing and then there's books. I, I banged out – um I backed up my blog in one day. I'm waiting on the cover to be drawn. I mean, it's just – it is a full-time work. Um. Oh, by but, the way, what, what about uh, – you found a – you actually found a model, I believe, right? I found a model to read some asshole consulting. Yes, I did not find a model to do uh like the lingerie, bikini pinup type of thing, which I want to do for Patreon – where it's like, okay, you donate enough money to Patreon, I'll throw up this pinup model of this cute girl. And I want it to be a girl we know. I don't want to just pay Fiverr to some. I'd rather have the money go to someone who's a conservative or libertarian gal. You guys all know we're on the same page, and she actually likes you guys. You know, I can always find some whore by calling up the Elkins agency. Hey, Chad, we got a desperate gal that needs to make some 1099 estimated tax payment money. <laughs> yeah, yeah no. Chad, give, give, give him the name. <laughs> I was going to say, if it's open to barter, uh, yeah, maybe. No. <laughs> I I don't like the herpes. Oh, Captain doesn't want the herpes. That's, uh, um, where was I going? I forgot. Uh, all right, so your website or YouTube channel. Uh, mine is uh, John Steele Show. Okay. We just search that on YouTube. We'll find it, right? Yeah. Okay. And steel is spelled S-T-E-E-L-E. Cool. Um, all right. There was something else I had, but I can't remember what it was. Um, anyway, a uh, new book is coming out. It's going to be called Love Letters to the Left. This will be the third backup. I know I don't promote these books anymore, but I'm redoing the covers for these books as well, make them a little bit more uh, sexy and popular. But if you like reading my blog and you don't, you've read my other books and um, you go, oh, okay, I've read it. There's three books that you that you don't know about: Captain Capitalism Top Shelf, Captain Capitalism Reserved, and then what was going to be a quarterly magazine was called Captain's Quarterly. There's only one of them. The models there, John, did you, Chad? You guys ever see the model that we used? 
Yeah, I know. I, you sent me a copy of the uh, quarterly. I really like that. I, yeah, I, right. One of your most epic blog posts is in that. Well, in my opinion, uh, the one about uh, Philadelphia. Okay, cool. Chad, did, you, did I ever send you a copy? Yeah, you did. You sent me a copy of it once. So okay. I got that. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's kind of that one. I thought that was going to happen because you get so sick and tired of economics and politics. And, and uh, the gal was a sweet, wonderful gal. She showed up. She did the thing and all that other stuff. And so it's kind of like a, a playboy ass. There's like, you know, a pinup after every every post. And um, yeah, it just never took off. And, and the, uh, the main problem was that you couldn't find another model. It's just it's impossible to find models. Yeah, actually, I was shocked. You said that that uh, you said that because girls are, uh, you know, you talk about youth and beauties in such high demand that trying to find a chick that will show up on time and be professional is almost impossible. But Chad, it's the same thing. I'm going to bet they're not responding. I mean, you could throw money at them, but they lack all the logic, common sense, and budgeting skills, right? Oh, yeah, man. They flake on appointments all the time, even when they're getting money back. You know, I've already said, hey, I've done this work. You're getting money back. Can you show up at this time? They, they'll just they're completely irresponsible and flaky half the time. Yeah. This demographic that you're talking about. Yeah. And it, it comes to bite them in the ass later because these gals think that they're, they, they don't know why the world doesn't punish them. They're not even conscious that they're violating some kind of social more or being unprofessional or impolite. But then when they're 45 or 50, and, you know, you're not getting oh, before that, dude. Yeah, well, I'm just, yeah, I know. I know. But I'm just saying certainly by that time, um, now you got to blow somebody or have sex with somebody to get rent. Uh, and it's not a nice posh penthouse over in the Gold Coast of Chicago. It's, you know, it's uh, it's Cicero, uh, you know, and then you're just happy if it has if it has working electricity. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of sad. But again, if I look like Anne Margaret, I'd be a billionaire right now because I would not be letting my beauty and, and youth uh, fleet away. But I mean, yeah, again, ladies, if any of you are out there. It's not a lot of pay. It's certainly going to make be worth your money. But if you're willing to do uh, uh, some uh, uh, classic '50s pinup, is kind of what I'm going for. No, no porn, but certainly nothing PG with the fucking school marm outfit on. We got to give the boys something to look forward to fight to. Uh, let the old Capmeister know. Uh, I think that's it. Anything else from you guys? Nope. Nah, cool. All good here. All right. Thank you, gentlemen, for coming on. Really appreciate it. Um, and next time, we got to make more money on Chad. We didn't make any money off of Chad. This is just so sad. We've got to market it as, hey, ask uh, a question or something. I was thinking about having the Chad Elkins hour. Like, you know, if you had a certain hour available, we could come in. <clears throat> but, um, well, let me explain one final thing, then we'll go. Uh, John, um, you know what busy season is, right? Yeah, And the, ta- and the tax thing? In the tax thing, yeah. In the, in yeah, the I mean, everything, thing, everything up before the uh, 15th of April, yeah. Right. Well, in Chad's world, it go, it starts in January. It goes till December 31st. And you say, hey, Chad, you want to come out and have fun? Oh, no, it's busy season. Hey, Chad, it's July. Oh, no, it's busy season. Hey, Chad, you want to oh, know? It's, it's November. It's busy season. So we were <laughs> trying to get Chad to come out. But Chad's busy all the time with busy season. So no, I don't know when we're going to. November yeah. and December and even after October 15th are not busy season. Okay. Now you're going to get rid of that though. Finally, right. You're going to, you're going to scale down a little bit and then you're going to have, you're, you're going to have one busy season a year. I am working on that profusely. Yeah. All right. Well, if we have, if we have a time, let me know if you ever want to set up the the Elkins hour, because I would, it would help out a lot of people out there. I mean, I know I have general financial advice, but there are specific things. And look, if they're willing to pay you uh, for your, you know, if we get super chats and they pay you for, you know, honest to God questions and it helps you out. I'll, I, you know what? I'll 
I'll be charitable. I'll give you 5%. Okay, how's it? You are too generous. That is the nice, like, that's the nice Jew within me. That's my good quarter Jewish blood cup. No, I'll give you half the cut. Um, we promote your 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 uh, your accountancy. How does well, that also you could do it. You could even do it more broadly, though. I mean, I don't. I Chad is, seems like he's like a super busy guy, but I mean, I, I Aaron, I had you on my channel. We talked about you know uh, you know macroeconomics and things like that. I'd be curious, someone like Chad who's like really in the trenches of it. You know, uh, some of his views on things like that. No, I, I'd love to do this, you guys. I'm not like because it's, we're not in March or April. I can pretty much do this any time. You know, if we schedule it in advance. So it's it's not that big a deal. We got to be squeezed in between all of his uh, female stripper <laughs> prostitute oh, clients, please. if you know what I mean, there, John. We got yeah, yeah squeezed in between the chatterbait models. Yeah, yeah his, Those his are schedule, not activity. His his schedule is real tight, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Maybe it's loose. I don't know. It depends. We on just need time. to have a opening. <laughs> all right, we'll see you guys later. All right. <laughs>